anything you'd ever really want to know about every public figure I have ever encountered. Most of the conversations I've had with people when I've been in a single party consent state, recorded, archived. I have shit on everything. And it's trending, of course, in the wrong direction. But by the way, really, all of this is notwithstanding the central point, which is this. And, and this is maybe to get to the relevance of the debate. And by the way, you made this drive-by remark about Laura Loomer got censored, therefore Jewish power isn't real. What, is that a joke? I mean, yeah, what okay. I said? Well, I think that was someone... You, you brought up Loomer. I didn't bring it up. You brought her up immediately after talking about Israel and You made some drive-by shot about, oh, you talk about Jewish power, but Laura Loomer is banned. And I never said that. After China, it's like... That's one lose for destiny, okay? Go through the script, Tell us about how they turn him back at the border, and that's how the numbers are. I didn't know what he was going to say. I think he said on a stream that I'm in favor of like genocide and all like non-white people. He said that to Bryson Gray. Is that true? Uh, I might have. I don't know. I see a lot of random hyperbolic things. Did you or did you not? I, mean, I don't know. You've seen the bot. I might have. But no idea. Exactly. Double down. To go after them and make the society the way we want to be. The point is you can't get rid of the guns. The weapon is there. And so it's not a question of can we destroy the weapon? No. The government will always be there. And you know, we that, that's why ANCAP is really the crux of it, because if you can get rid of the government, then then maybe you're right. But if you can't get rid of the government, then it's just a matter of who runs it. And then you certainly get rid of You can certainly get rid of things the government's doing, right? Ladies and gentlemen, see, I have so many sound fucking bars down here now. Uh, that's why I started the show earlier and didn't have any sound for like four or five minutes. Just because I was trying to get everything right. I didn't believe it or not. Hello, welcome to the Kill Stream. I'm your host, Ethan Ralph, the owner and editor-in-chief of the RalphRetort.com. Already did four hours earlier today on Tequila Sunrise. Shout out to those holdovers. Honestly, the way I was going today, I could have probably just kept going with the show, but... You know, we we have to delineate schedules and stuff like that. We got a guy coming on tonight, Micah Dank, who is going to do a presentation on astrology and the Bible, believe it or not. Um, now, let's see. If he doesn't miss the booking, which would be terrible. Let me see here, actually. Okay, make sure I got the tab pulled up. All right, we're ready to go. He actually kind of sought me out to come on the show, and I saw he had done some other shows, and I was like, yeah, why not? Um, so he's supposed to be here. Actually, he wanted to start a little bit earlier, but uh, I kind of got a late start. I mean, it's not late. This is the scheduled time, but I've been trying to start a little bit earlier lately. Um, so by that measure, it is a little bit late. Oh, man. By the way, Scott Hall passed away about an hour ago, which definitely sucks. I talked about that on Twitter a little bit. Um Definitely one of the most influential entertainers, I think, in my life. Not even an understatement at all. Uh, so rest in peace to Scott Hall. Followed his his career ever 
my entire life, pretty much since I was a kid, four or five years old. So uh, definitely saddened to see him pass away. So I won't talk about it too much because I'll get too sad. But uh, Micah Dank, you're here now, sir. Hello. Yeah, what's up, man? What's good? All right. Now, hey, what's good? Now, welcome to the Kill Stream. You've never been on before. Uh, we're starting out hot here. We barely just started the show, but um, no problem with that. We've we've done that before here. Uh, now, as I mentioned, you've never been here, uh, so what I like to do a lot of times with new guests is let them uh, kind of go into their background a little bit, tell people who they are. Uh, so who are you? Who am I? Um, I'm just a dude from Long Island, basically. Um, I've been studying the Bible for about 30 years. And the last 10 years or so, I've been studying something called astrotheology, um, which is basically the mythology of the Zodiac um, and the stories behind it. Now, it is the basis of every ancient, every ancient um, text, like biblical text or holy text that you could think going back to the Egyptians, including the Bible. I got a presentation that I want to share with you guys to, to show you that. And uh, I also want to show you how this science is actually being used against us without us even knowing. All right. Now, um, maybe this will work better if I switch over here and put you on the big screen, actually. So um, we've done that before. Maybe we'll try that configuration. Also, TTS is on, uh, what is it, powerchat.live slash the Ralph Retort. I have to turn Entropy on. I'll turn that on in a sec. Uh, I thought it was on, but... Uh, that's not on cash app is on dollar sign sunset squad super chats on odyssey you know you know all the regular stuff big support earlier today so thank you guys uh if there's any holdovers left from tequila sunrise welcome to the nighttime crew all right now you should be able to share your screen i don't think um i'm gonna do that right now as i'm present now a window no it's a tab now, if you, so, if you, um, fuck, let me see. Uh, yeah, if you hit the, let's see, present now, do you see that little button next to the closed caption button? Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now, present now. Yeah, now click, oh. click your screen. Let's see, your entire screen, a window, or a tab. So pick one of those. You can even just do a tile, I guess. All right, I have an idea. I have an idea. So this is sharing my screen. But if I do this. Yeah, see, there it goes. Got... Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. You can see the presentation? Yeah. All right. I'm going to take you through this. Now, do you have any, um, were you, were you raised religious or? I'm just um, I was, I was, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through sixth grade and I, was uh, a member of a Southern Baptist church, and I was baptized when I was like seven, maybe something like that, seven or eight. Okay, but you're not practicing. I don't go to church uh, week to week. No, if you mean like that, no. I would. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't define my status necessarily, but I don't go. I don't go to regular services now. All right. So I hope a lot of people are watching this uh, as opposed to listening to it. Well, I mean, you can listen to it too. But it's, it's better if you watch it because I have a whole presentation. So I start by saying, employ your time in improving yourself by other men's writings so that you shall come easily by what others have labored hard for. That's Socrates. 
okay? And um, that's very telling for what I do right now because I've put about 10 years of hard research uh, of my own work too. I started decoding, you know, biblical phrases, you know, with astrology uh, about 10 years ago. I have a... Uh, a six book out, soon to be eight book series. I have a publishing deal um, on basically uh, conspiracies and, and, and uh, astrotheology, basically, um, which I'll get into. So the first thing I want you guys to know is this. Uh, now, wait, hold on a second. I, wait, hold on one second because I got to figure out. Um, actually, I couldn't. I didn't hear that. Did you guys see that pop up and I didn't hear it? Hold on. I have to figure this out. I didn't. I don't want to cut you off too hard there, but okay. So why is it not playing? White powder sent three dollars. Uh, I've seen this movie before. It's called Zeitgeist and came out in two thousand and seven. Um, I could just do it like that. Okay, that works. But white powder sent three dollars. I've seen this movie before. It's called Zeitgeist and came out in two thousand and seven. All right, now there we this go. This is way. This is way beyond Zeitgeist. Have you seen that movie? I've seen it. Zeitgeist didn't go nearly far enough. This is going to blow Zeitgeist out of the water. Oh, you think it's got a little This better? is my own work. I teach this. I teach this at an elite syncretism school online. Um, Hold on one second. to do a... Oh, that one just said, great to see you, Micah, Micah Dank. It says, I listen to all the esoteric podcasts and have heard a lot of your shows. I was wondering what is with the name. Is it a pseudonym takeoff of Micah Hank? Hold on. What's with your name? Ugh. What's with my name? It's my name. Well, that's what he's asking. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. I know. Was. I know what you're saying. No, there is a Micah Hanks. I've reached out to him many times uh, to do this presentation. He has never accepted my invitation. And then I tagged him in a post one time because somebody said, "Well, there's a Micah Hanks too," and I said, "Yeah, he's an asshole. He he won't even reply to me." And he actually liked that comment on Twitter, so he's just an asshole. Um, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's basically that. Oh, and some people said it played, but it was just really low. Um, hold on, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to perfect that. Uh, what I might do is just copy it from the other. Uh, that that would suck to do, I guess, during the middle. But hold on, let me try. So it's just really low. You say? Why well, can't? Yeah, I can't hear that at all. I don't know. I guess they could hear it on stream. Anyway, uh, let me try this real quick. I'll change scenes to Tequila Sunrise. Uh, let's see. Copy. All right, wait, hold on. Copy. Let's switch back. We're going to solve this. We're going to solve this on air. I hope. All right, now... Yeah, see, that works. Okay, at least I think. Let's see. All right, play this one. Fuck. All right. Damn you, TTS. Now that one's like, so there it goes. White Powder sent $3. Okay. I've seen this movie before. All right, it's now we'll Zeitgeist start back off there. Sorry, I had, to, I had to make sure that worked. Uh, basically, I'm trying to right. fix the TTS... Uh, and not make it so loud, but people can still hear it, right? But I changed the sound and did some other stuff. Re we were doing a little retooling uh, here, but uh, anyway, go ahead, sir. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. All 
right, so the thing I want you guys to know is that the Bible, the scriptures are known as the seven sciences of the Bible. They're metaphysical, astrological, that's what I talk about and teach, anatomical, alchemical, spiritual, esoteric, and mythology. They are in no way literal, historical, reality, and they're not even original, and we're going to get into all of that. Okay, so basically, this is Asher theology in the Bible. And if you guys look at the zodiac, Capricorn's at the bottom and Cancer's on top. This is how a zodiac wheel should look. Any other wheel is incorrect. Okay, and Asher theology, or the science of astrology, I should say, goes back to the Lascaux Caves, which are about 40,000 years ago. Here you can see an article that shows that world's oldest cave paintings show humans understood complex astronomy 40,000 years ago. The Lascaux Caves are caves that are in Lascaux, France. And what happened was they had some people or some, some teenagers that went into the cave, went into the back of the cave, and when they went to the back of the cave, they saw something like this. Now, on the top left, you see the bull. On the right, you see the lion. On the bottom, you see the horse, which is, okay? So basically, yeah. in astrology, the bull is Taurus, the lion is Leo, and the horse is Sagittarius. Okay, it's just missing the guy with the bow and the arrow. What they did was they carbon dated the wall. And for people who are against carbon dating, I agree with you. Carbon dating actually is accurate up to 50,000 years. But beyond that, when you get into the hundreds of thousands and the millions of years, not so much. Not, not at all, actually. You've got other uranium datings. You have other carbon datings that you can use. But they carbon-14 dated this wall. It came out to about 40,000 years, plus or minus 5,000 years. Once they carbon dated the wall, what they did was they brought an astronomer, when they, an astrologer, when they realized the connections of these three paintings, of the, these three paintings on the wall. They brought in an astrologer with a computer, because we have a technology with the computer to do this now. What they did was they rewound the sky to show what it would look like, what the stars looked like 40,000 years ago from where they were. And lo and behold, when they printed out what they had and they superimposed it onto the cave, all the constellations lined up. So the bull was where Taurus was, the lion was where Leo was, the horse was where Sagittarius was. And an interesting thing, too, about this cave is that on June 21st, which is the summer solstice, and only on that day, light actually went into the back of the cave and illuminated the wall. So we've known about astrology for about 40,000 years. It's the oldest science, okay? It's not even close, okay? Now, there's questions you can ask in the Bible. How Jesus was able to heal the blind, how he walked on water, how he turned water into wine, why he had 12 disciples, why he was betrayed with a kiss by Judas, why he was dead for three days, why is his birthday on December 25th? All this is astrology, and I'm going to go into it. But these are the questions that we'll answer a little bit later once you have a little more understanding. We're going to take callers, too, by the way. I threw out the link. Sorry. I was going to say, we're going to take callers, too. I threw out the link. Go ahead. All right. Genesis 1.14 says, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and the years. Now, the light in the sky to separate the day from the night is the sun. Okay? The basis between astrotheology is Jesus is a solar deity. Okay, and I'm aware for the guy who said before, this is from Zeitgeist, I haven't gotten into anything new, but I will. Don't worry. Okay, so what I have to do is I have to teach you the 12 signs, and you have to understand key words in each of the 12 signs in order to be able to decode the Bible properly. We'll start with Aquarius. The first sign is Aquarius, which is represented by the man with the water pitcher. So there's words such as son of man, because the Aquarius is the sign of the man. 
whereas Virgo is the sign of the woman. So son of man, man, baptism, because if you look on the right, this is how you baptize someone. Water pitcher, fountain, stream, river, pond, lake, creek, watery things, okay? They're talking about Aquarius because there's water in the picture. Now, Aquarius is actually an air sign in astrology, but because there's water in it, in the picture, when you decode the Bible, they use it as such. Okay, now all the water examples, the, the fountain, stream, river, pond, lake, uh, creek, all that also applies to Pisces. Pisces is the mutable water sign. This is actually a water sign. Pisces is the sign of the two fish in the water. So for the first two signs that I talk about, it's all water. You just have to differentiate which one they're talking about. Now, Aries is the ram. And in Aries, you have March 21st, which is the spring equinox. It's a 12-hour day, a 12-hour night. It's also the Passover or the passing over of the sun over the equator and back on its way to its height in the summer solstice. In Christianity, the passing over is changed, and it's called the resurrection of God's son. So it's two separate meanings, but it means the same thing. In Judaism, the Passover is when the angel passes over the Jewish households, uh, all the households in Egypt, and anybody that doesn't have the lamb or the ram, Aries, the ram, the lamb's blood smeared on their doorposts, the firstborn son was killed. Okay, it's Aries worship. So you have three separate meanings, but they're all telling the story of the sun passing over the equator and going back on its hike to the summer solstice. We're actually hitting that in a week, okay? Um, so that's going to be celebrated as both Easter, the resurrection of the sun, and it's also going to be celebrated as the Passover in the Jewish community. You so whenever you hear ram, lamb, no, wait. shepherd, ram's oh. horn. Wait, wait, wait. Do you yeah. celebrate? Do you do anything for that day or? For, for the 21st? Yeah. No, I just light a candle, really. Okay. Um, that's about it, yeah. But it's a special day. You know, you have the four special days. You have the solstices and the equinox. Yeah. All right? So you have the whenever you hear ram, lamb, shepherd, or ram's horn, they're talking about Aries. Then Taurus is the bull. And when you look at the sky and you see Taurus during the season where it's supposed to be, you know that you need to put the plow on the bull so that you can plant the seeds so you can harvest in Virgo and Libra. So whenever you hear bull, ox, calf, or cow, cow being the female bull, you're talking about Taurus. So it's it's as above, so below, like the occultists say. You look at the sky, you see the bull, you know that you have to put the plow on the bull on Earth. Now, we have machines that do this now, but thousands of years ago when these ancient texts were written, they used the bull. Okay, Gemini is the twins. It's the story of Castor and Pollux Troy, whose sister was Helen of Troy. It's the story of Achilles. So whenever you hear twins or brothers, they're talking about Gemini. Cancer is the crab, and it's the sideways moving creature. That's how the crab moves. It shuffles to the side, whereas we don't do that. We walk front to back, or we walk diagonal. We don't shuffle side to side unless we're, we're doing like a sports drill or something. That's not how we walk. The crab does. And the sun does the same thing in cancer. That's why it's represented by the crab. Starting on December 25th, the sun rises a degree on its axis. On December 26th, it rises an additional degree. The 27th, an additional degree. It keeps doing this. The days get longer. The nights get shorter incrementally. Okay? When it hits June 21st, that's the summer solstice. And what happens is... On the summer solstice is <clears throat> the sun stays at that height for three days. Okay, so it basically walks sideways. It doesn't raise a degree. It doesn't drop a degree. It just shuffles to the side. Then on June 25th, it lowers a degree. 
Then the next day, another one. And then the next day, another one. Until it hits December 21st, where it just stops. That's the winter solstice. It doesn't rise above the horizon. Okay? So the ancients would look at it, see it didn't rise above the horizon. They'd go, oh, the, the sun is dead. And then it walks sideways for three days again. So they'd be like, oh, God's son is dead for three days. That's why that happens to Horus. That's why that happens to Jesus and everything. So the crab in the ancient Egyptian time was known as the scarab. So whenever you hear crab or beetle, they're talking about cancer. Then Leo is the king, the lion, the king of the jungle. The ruling planet of Leo is actually the sun. So whenever you're talking about lion, lioness, or cub, you're talking about Leo. Virgo is the woman holding the wheat stalk. Okay, so remember before when we said that you plant in Taurus, well, the virgins would cultivate the wheat in Virgo in order to make the bread for the year. So whenever you hear virgin, wheat, grain, seed, barley, corn, grainy things, things that you uh, harvest, that happens in Virgo. Okay, it's the lady with the wheat stalk. So that's when you harvest the bread. You plant in Taurus, you see the bull, you plant. Okay, I'm a, I'm a Virgo, Virgo, by the way. You I'm see a, the lady. I'm a Virgo. Sorry, I just interrupted there. That's right. So you look up, you see the virgin with the wheat stalk. You know, that's when the ancients would have to, the virgins would go out and they'd collect all the wheat, uh, all the grain, all the barley to make the beer, um, the corn. They'd grab all of that. Now, Libra is the justice. It's the scales. It's the balance. It's the just one. The reason it's the justice is because it judges God's son as it passes over the fall equinox and begins its descent into winter, into cold, into death. See, back in... Uh, March, on the 21st, it's celebrated as the Passover, as the Easter. It's a happy time. But here, it's falling over the fall equinox, and it's being sentenced to winter, to cold, and to death. Okay? Libra is also wine season, which is when you plant for the grapes in Taurus, you could press the wine here. Libra is also olive season. So whenever you press the oil or the olives into oil, okay, that's when it is. Okay? So all law things, law, judge, justice, the just one, judgment, Divorce, marriage, court, lawly things, that's Libra. Wine, vineyard, wine press, grapes, juice, wine, that's Libra. Olives or oil or olive oil, that's Libra too. Okay, so there's a lot going on there. Scorpio is the scorpion and he is the betrayer. That's what he's known as. When a scorpion bites you, it leaves an imprint in your skin that looks like a pair of lips. It's why the mafia has the kiss of death, and it's why Jesus was betrayed by Judas with a kiss. So the sun is judged in Libra and betrayed in Scorpio. Finally, in Sagittarius, this is where the bow and the arrow shoot the sun and inflict further punishment on the sun. This is where the sun dies. Why? Because the last day of Sagittarius, December 21st, the sun is at its lowest point. It cannot rise any lower. It's dead. It's the dead of winter. It remains at that lowest level for three days, which is why Jesus was dead for three days. When on December 25th, or the birth of God's son, the born again, the resurrection of God's son, the only begotten son, the light of the world, as Jesus has known, all those things, it rises another degree and starts to make its way back to the top. That's why the ancient gods are always born on December 25th. Now I'm going to have people tell me that Jesus was born in September 11th in uh, the year three. Um, listen, this is the story behind the story of Jesus. I made a point initially saying that um, the Bible is not literal. Okay, the characters in it are not literal. But we'll get into that. So whenever you hear horse, bow and arrow, spear, or horseman, you're talking about Sagittarius. 
And then finally, the last sign is Capricorn, which is the goat because he likes to climb the mountains. So look at the zodiac wheel on the right. Capricorn's at the bottom. If you imagine the sun climbing a degree alongside the wheel, following the wheel, climbing a degree a day as it rises, okay, to its top in Cancer, it starts to climb in Capricorn. It starts to climb up the mountain, which is just like the climb uh, that the goats make. The goats climb up the mountain. Even on a two-inch ledge, the goats will climb up the mountain. So it's a metaphor for that. Okay, so those are the 12 signs. Now, there are names for Jesus that he's given in church. Okay, people, people call him names in church. Okay, that's astrology. We're going to go through that based on the zodiac. The sign Capricorn is the goat. When the sun is in Capricorn, it's the sun being Jesus, he's called the scapegoat of Israel. When the sun is in the sign of the man, Aquarius, he's the son of man. When the sun is in Pisces, the two fish, he's the fisherman of men. And it's also why he could feed the masses with two fish. When the sun is in the Aries, the ram, he's known as the lamb of God or the good shepherd. When the sun is in Leo, the lion, he's known as the lion of Judah. The lady holding the stalk of wheat, Virgo, he's born of a virgin and he's called the bread of life. Libra, the scales of justice, he's known as the just one. Then he's betrayed in Scorpio. He dies in Sagittarius on December 21st. It's also why he's worshipped on the Sunday, whereas the Jews worship on the Saturday or the Saturn day because their religion goes back to Saturnalia worship, which is the worship on the planet Saturn, whereas Jesus is the worship on the sun. Now, the picture of him on the left, right, I'm going to explain uh, a couple of things. There's a sun behind his head. There's two, his two fingers up like that. Um, you have the heart outside the body, the crown of thorns around the heart, and you have, uh, let's see here, you have the white and the red uh, that he's wearing, okay? The sun is always behind Jesus because he represents the sun. If you look at any picture of Jesus or any painting of Jesus, even as an infant, even in the crib, I mean in the manger, the sun is always behind his head. Now, sometimes there's a Knights Templar cross behind it or, or, or uh, you're, you know, um, just a cross behind it, but there's always the sun behind his head because it's telling you he's the sun. Now, the two fingers up are an ancient Kemetic peace sign. When I say Kemetic peace sign, I mean Kem, I mean Egypt, okay? It's an ancient Egyptian peace sign. The, the, the John Lennon peace sign, this is Churchill's V for victory. It's a British war sign. When you do this to someone, okay, that's not actually a peace sign. Wait, we can't see this you. Wait, 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 wait. We can't see you because you're presenting. What is the... Well, you mean like this when you do the, you mean this? No, that's cool. You, can you see me? Yeah, I can see you now. Do this. This oh. is the ancient peace sign. This is the British V for victory. Okay. Okay. This is the British V for victory war sign. This John Lennon peace sign. This is not actually a peace sign. This is the original peace sign. So whenever you see Jesus or Lucifer or statues of Baphomet and all of them are doing this, they're telling you they come peacefully. I know it's counterintuitive to what you would think, but believe me, everything up is down, okay? Now, the white Jesus picture, his face, the white face with the beard and all, is actually a guy named Caesar Borgia, who was the bastard son of Pope Alexander VI. Before then, there was no picture of Jesus, and it was decided his picture would be the face of. So Rodrigo Borgia of the Borgia Illuminati family, okay, who still rule things to this day, bought his way to the papacy in the 1500s. Okay, about 80 years before then, the printing press came out. 
So they were able to basically decide that his son, because yes, popes had kids. They just weren't married. Popes weren't allowed to get married. Priests weren't allowed to get married. Popes weren't allowed to get married. So they were all bastards. All the children were unwed. Uh, the parents were unwed. So basically, they made his face the face of, and I'm going to show you that. Now, the crown of thorns wrapped around the heart on the outside of the body. And if you've ever looked for a picture of Jesus online, you always see the sun behind his head, the fingers, and the heart outside the body. Why is the heart outside the body? The heart represents the toroidal field or the torus field. Okay, the crown of thorns around it represents the rays of the sun. Jesus is crucified with the crown of thorns on his head. That represents the rays of the sun. Now, as far as the toroidal field, okay, it looks something like this. It's an electromagnetic field of the heart, okay, with your center being the core. It kind of looks like an apple. And it goes around you. It circumvents you six feet, okay? It goes out of your body six feet and circumvents you. That's why the elites tried to keep you six feet apart during the pandemic because they didn't want you interacting with anyone, okay? They know this science, believe me, okay? When you're interacting with someone, it looks like this, okay? Your, your fields overlap. If someone's ever come up behind you and you've known they were there, um, it's literally just because they broke a toroidal field. That's all they've done. Okay, so this is Jesus on the left. The guy on the right, this is an early depiction of Caesar Borgia. There's ones where he looks much more like it, and I didn't really pick a great picture of Jesus, but this is the face. This is, this is the white face that became Jesus. Okay, so now with all that being said and me giving you the key words, okay, we're going to decode some of the biblical phrases. Do you mind if I bring you into this? No. All right. Have you heard the phrase pride comes before the fall? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay. What, what do you, can you explain to people what you think it means or what, what it's, what it's supposed to mean in church? Uh, pride, pride cometh before the fall. Um, I mean, I just always took it to mean uh, kind of you get a if you get a big head, you get too prideful, um, you get used to operating that way. That uh, that's usually uh, a good way to to prepare to, to to take a knock, basically to take a fall, right? Prerequisite to a fall. Right. Okay, that's fine. That works. Um, but let's use astrotheology with it. Do you know what a group of lines is called? In natural theology, no. No, 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 not natural theology. What do you call a pack of lions? A pack of lions? A pride? Hold Lord on, pride. $37.3 sun and sun are English words FFS. This Zyacus shit is too much. That was Gordzilla. Um, yeah, pride. Pride of lions. Is that what you mean? Right. So a group of lions is called the pride. Pride is the lion. Lion is Leo. Leo is in July and August. That comes before the fall. Okay, so that's how you would interpret it astrotheologically. Now, the next phrase I, I go into is from a book, Micah, which is my namesake, where the prophet Micah predicts that the Savior will come from a town called Bethlehem. Yes, he's Jesus of Nazareth, but it comes from Bethlehem. So... But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Bethlehem is a combination of two words in Hebrew. It's bet, which means house, and lechem, which means bread, so the house of bread. This is, the Vir this is Virgo with the wheat stalk, the virgin. Okay, Each zodiac sign is called a house, if you know astrology. Okay, So when they say that the, the Savior will come from Bethlehem, the house of bread, the house of bread is Virgo, the virgin. 
So the savior will come from a virgin. So this is just encoded in a deeper way. You have the parables, right? That Jesus says that are encoded that people try and interpret, but you have the deeper level ones, which is the astrotheology. Now the next one is Deuteronomy 32. So I'm just jumping around from book to book to show you that it's in all of them. By the way, I want want to take calls at some point. So if you guys want to jump in after he gets done with his presentation and ask some questions, feel free. Uh, All right, go ahead. Right. Okay. So Revelation 32, I've highlighted all the words, but I'm going to go over it with you. Deuteronomy 32, he gave them honey from the cliffs and olive oil. Remember olives are Libra. That's when you crush them from the rocky ground. He gave his people butter from the herd and milk from the flock. He gave them lambs. Lambs are Aries, the ram and goats. Goats is Capricorn. They had the best rams. That's Aries from Bashan and the finest wheat. That's Virgo, the lady with the wheat stalk. They drank the best wine made from the juice of red grapes. Oh, That's yeah, well, Libra. Penguin sent three dollars. The old Jewish ladies need your shekels. Ralph, please get this guy his meds. Thank you, Penguin. All right, go ahead, sir. All right, but Jeshurun became fat and kicked like a bull. So the bull is Taurus. Okay, so now there's two other ones that I haven't gone into. He gave them honey from the cliffs, okay? In the sign Cancer, there's a group of stars called the Beehive Cluster, okay? And uh, that's where the honey comes from, the Beehive Cluster. And uh, milk from the flock, that comes from the Milky Way galaxy. So basically what happens is Milky Way galaxy's center is in Sagittarius. So your land from Cancer, where the Beehive Cluster is, to the Milky Way galaxy in Sagittarius, that's your land of milk and honey. It's not a place on Earth. It's not. It's a place in the heavens, just like this whole book is. Now, I'm going to go into one, and I'm going to show you how you can start to decode it using the wheel. Okay? So, Mount of Olives. Jesus led his disciples to the Mount of Olives after his last Passover so that he could teach them a few more things, pray, then wait for Judas to betray him. While walking to the Mount of Olives, he gave the parable of the true vine. Okay, so look at the zodiac wheel on the left. I've given you all the keywords, so let's take this along. So the Mount of Olives, this part. Passover takes place in Aries. That's on the left. We're right after that. He walks to the Mount of Olives. Okay, olives are in Libra, as I mentioned. Those are opposing signs. You can see from Aries to Libra, those are opposing signs. Aries to Pisces and Aries to Taurus, those are connecting signs. These biblical passages, when you decode it with astrotheology, all connect either connecting signs or opposing signs. They're always making a pattern. So you go from Aries and Passover, that's when Passover is, to Libra, which is the Mount of Olives. Olives are Libra. They're in Libra. They're waiting for the betrayal. Well, the betrayal, I told you, is Scorpio, which is the next sign over from Libra. Scorpio is the betrayer. So while he's in Libra, he gives the parable of the true vine, which is or vineyard or wine press or Libra. So this is how you decode things. Okay, this is how you're going to go forward and decode things. Okay, and God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. Okay, the firmament is the dividing line between the zodiac signs. Okay, I go into detail with this. Okay, the firmament is not a dome over a flat earth. Okay, that's a mistranslation. It is an idiotic one at that. Okay, the firmament is the dividing lines between the zodiac signs in the Bible. Um, it says that, uh, God, sorry, hold on. So the firmament shows God's handiwork. 
Okay. Now the two divided, remember here, dividing the waters, which are under the firmament from the waters, which are above the firmament, the firmament are the dividing lines. There's Aquarius and Pisces right there. Those are the two water sides. So the firmament divides the water from above to the ones that are below. Revelation four, seven, the first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. So it's probably much easier for people to imagine a four-headed monster in the sky during the apocalypse. Or it's a little easier to do it this way. The first living creature was like a lion. That's Leo. The second was like an ox. That's Taurus. The third had a face like a man. That's Aquarius. The fourth is like a flying eagle. In astrology, the Scorpio scorpion is the belly crawling creature. It's the lowest form of life on earth. Crawling on your belly, God making you crawl on your belly is a, is a punishment. It's a low form of life on earth. The snake after the Garden of Eden loses his legs and he has to slither on his belly. All right, it's a punishment. Okay, but in astrology, the scorpion evolves from the Scorpio, from the scorpion to the eagle, which is going from the lowest form of life on earth, crawling on your belly, to the highest flying form of life on earth. The eagle's evolved form is the phoenix. And what is the story of the phoenix? The story of the phoenix is the story of, of uh, Jesus. That's what it basically is. If Jesus is the S-U-N of God, not the S-O-N. If he's a solar deity, it's the story of the sun, okay, that's a flaming ball that dies, metaphorically, as in astrotheology, it dies on December 21st right, when the sun dies, and then it rises from his ashes on December 25th. So the eagle becomes Scorpio. So Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio are the four fixed signs of the zodiac. So if I go here, the first living creature was like a lion, the second was like an ox, the third had a face like a man, the fourth was like a flying eagle. And I just broke this down. If you look at the zodiac wheel and you look here, you can see the red lines. It makes a perfect X through the zodiac. The reason it's not only a perfect X to the Zodiac, but they're known as the four uh, fixed signs. They're known as fixed signs because they're, they're fixed in their season. Uh, Leo is in the middle of summer. Aquarius is in the middle of winter. Taurus is in the middle of spring. And the Scorpio is in the middle of fall. Okay, so this, that's why they're called fixed signs, because they're fixed in their season. Now I'm going to go to another revelation Revelation 12, a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous <clears throat> red dragon with seven heads, 10 horns, and seven crowns on its head. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. So there's people actually well, waiting for a dragon. What and a powder sent $3. This nigger probably believes in Nostradamus LMFAO. Do you believe in Nostradamus? Uh, do I believe in no? Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't see why this is so difficult. I don't care either way. I mean, that's just what the super chat was asking. All right, go ahead. All right. Revelation 12, explanation. A woman clothed with the sun is the sun clothed in Virgo. It's a metaphor. If the sun is in Virgo, the moon will be at her feet. Okay? So basically, if the sun is in Virgo, okay, there's 12 zodiac signs, there's 24-hour-a-day clock, it spends two hours a day in each sign. If the sun is in Virgo, it's between 4 and 6 p.m. Okay? The sun is still out. So if the sun is out, the moon is metaphorically at her feet. 
Because when the moon is out, the sun is down at her feet. Okay, then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous dragon. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. So the constellation Draco is the dragon. Its tail goes from Aries to Sagittarius, which is four-twelfths of the signs, or one-third of the stars out of the sky. All of these are just star poetry. And when I go through this, I don't go through, I don't go through uh, decoding the Bible with things like apologetics or trying to explain away the 2743 contradictions in the Bible. I'm literally just using the zodiac and the constellation. Wait, how many? How did you get that number? Hold on, wait a minute. How did you get that number? There's been there's been uh, there's been work done on that. Okay. That's 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 pretty well. Well, like known what counts circle. as a contradiction? There's no, I'm just curious. Wait, hold on. I'm just curious what counts as a contradiction. I don't. I just haven't heard of that before. Well, when they say that things are not up for interpretation, and then, for example, or or that uh, people say that um, passages are up for interpretation, and then one Peter says that um, there is no interpretation. There's only divine revelation things of that nature, um, contradictions where he says, I bring peace. And then he says, I bring a sword, things of that nature. Um, there's been counted 2743 in the Bible. All right. Okay, go ahead. So Matthew ten sixteen. behold, I send you forth as sheep oh, wait, in the wait, midst wait. of wolves. Neon Nicker sent $3 quick question for our guest. Are you Jewish? He's asking about your heritage. You don't have to answer that if you don't want, but you can if you want to. It's up to you. Like your your, um, yeah. I don't know your background, like uh, religious background or whatever. I'm not religious. No. Okay. All right. Um. So behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. So the sheep is Aries. The wolf is the constellation Lupus, who borders the Libra line. Those are opposing signs. Okay, so let me give you a bigger one here. This is the book of Job now, Job 38, 32. God says, can you lead forth the Maseroth? The Maseroth is literally the Zodiac, okay? So God, this is when God's talking to Job. He says, can you lead forth the Maseroth? The Maseroth translates to the Zodiac. Over time, the Maseroth becomes Mazalot, which survives in Judaism as Mazel Tov, which literally means good fortune from the stars. So the Lord's challenge to Job, he says, can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? Those are obvious star metaphors. Then he says, can you bring forth the constellation in their seasons or lead out the bear with its cubs? The constellations are the zodiac above, and the bear and its cubs are Ursa Major, part of the Big Dipper, and Ursa Minor. I'm sorry, Ursa Major, the Great Bear, and Ursa Minor, part of the Big Dipper. Who can tip over the water jars of the heavens? That's Aquarius. Because it's the guy with the water pitcher tipping it over. Do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions? That's Leo. Who provides food for the raven? That's the constellation Corvus, which means raven and borders on Virgo. Do you watch where the doe bears her fawn? That's Mariga, meaning deer, is located in Orion. Who let the wild donkey go free? That's Acellus borealis, which means donkey and is located in Cancer. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? That's Taurus. Uh, the wings of three dollars, Ralph. Can we ask our guest? You guys. Does he identify culturally as a tribe? You, you guys can call in and ask that type of stuff. I, I don't know. He, he's. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> continue, sir. All right. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? That's Taurus. 
the wings of the ostrich flap joyfully. That's lambda Achille or al-thaliman, which means two ostriches in Arabic. Do you give the horse its strength? It laughs at fear, afraid of nothing. It does not shy away from the sword. The quiver rattles against its side along with the flashing spear and lance. So the horse with the quiver on its side is the bow and the arrow. That's Anonymous sent $3. What you were explaining is a Kabbalistic reinterpretation of the Bible. The church that has existed for 2,000 years explains the proper interpretation of the Bible. You were obviously raised Protestant of some kind. Man fading in the night sent three dollars. Hashtag old right. Jews. Now, what did you? What do you say to the Kabbalistic uh, reimagining or, or retelling? Like, this, he said. Hold on, that one. I, that one was kind of specific. That's why I was going to see if you had answered that. And I'll get back to your thing too. What What you're explaining is a Kabbalistic reinterpretation of the Bible. Uh, I guess. That's, that's not. <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with uh, Kabbalah or anything like that. No, okay. this precedes Kabbalah. I, this goes back to the Egyptians. I don't know either way. That's why I'm asking. I'm just saying that's the super chatter asking that. So, uh, all right, go back to your presentation. Does the eagle sort your command and build its nest on high? That's Aquila. Oh wait, you got to switch back though. For you got to switch back to presenting, though. Hold on. Is that better? Yep, there it goes right there. It's about Good job. Finally, he says, can you pull in Leviathan with a fish hook? Leviathan was the ancient fish god, which is Pisces. This predates Kabbalah by at least 5,000 years. I don't even know where he got that from. I don't so know. I'm going to go into Psalms now. Yeah. He sends forth springs in their valleys. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. He causes the grass to grow for the cattle and wine, which makes the man's heart glad so that he may make his face glisten with oil. The high mountains are for the wild goats. He made the moon for the seasons. The sun knows the place of its setting. The young lions roar after their prey. The spring waters are Aquarius, the water. The wild donkeys are Salus borealis, which are in Cancer. The cattle is Taurus, the bull. The wine is Libra. The oil is Libra. The wild goats are Capricorn, the goat. The moon for its season and the sun knows the place of its setting is openly talking about the sun and the moon. The lions roar after their prey. That's Leo. I've gone through about 10 different... No Ten ways. different $3. books. How long have you been in recovery? Uh, I'll ask also, him. Also, Ralph, ask him the H and P question when you get the chance, please, Lowell. I'll ask him. Go ahead, continue. He gives the be he gives to the beast its food and to the young ravens which cry. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He does not take the pleasure in the likes of the man. He makes peace in your borders. He satisfies you with the finest of the wheat. He gives snow like wool. So the ravens are the constellation Corvus, the horse is Sagittarius, the man is Aquarius, the wheat is Virgo, and the wolves from the sheep are Aries. So what's the question? What is the question? Hello? Yeah, what's up? What's the question? No, he, what, what, what was that previous question? Oh, he said, how long have you been in recovery? And then he said... Um... 
Uh, I will ask him the H and P question. Who would you rather meet, Hitler or Prince? That's a running joke on this show. We've been doing it for years. We've asked. Oh, that. yeah. So we've asked. I don't know. I'll probably go, probably uh, like two hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> Who would they rather meet, Hitler or Prince? Prince yeah. the singer, to be clear. Yeah. They're both dead. Right. Who would you rather? I mean, do you um, want to answer? You don't have to. You don't have to answer if you don't want, to be clear. Right. We've had people not answer, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's clear that nobody really likes this or is even paying attention. To so, Hitler or here, hold on a Thoughts sent $3 from the Wikipedia Kabbalah. Traditional practitioners believe its earliest origins predate world religions, forming the primordial blueprint for creation's philosophies, religions, sciences, arts, and political systems. All right. Um, no, I mean, I think people are listening. I mean, I, I didn't expect you'd probably get a favorable audience uh, for for this type of thing, necessarily on the kill stream, but, um, I mean, what, did, how, what, what do you want to do here? It would have been nice to get questions. Instead well, of, uh, I tried to get people to call in. Actually, that's what I've been trying to do. Uh, so if you want me to try to, like, encourage people to call in again, um, that's what I was hoping people would do. Um, I don't know about the Kabbalah thing. Um, I don't. Wait, did, did that guy just quote Wikipedia to me? <laughs> um, he said something about Wikipedia. I think he did, actually. Uh, from the Wikipedia Kabbalah? Yeah, yeah, from the Wikipedia. Yeah, I guess he did. Yeah, that's that's where all the good stuff comes from. <coughs> Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, it's a great uh, institution. I'll throw out the link there in chat. We'll see if we can get anybody to call in. But uh, yeah, I can't really make them call in. Please call. In. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see if we can, if we can get any callers. So see when I want callers, they don't call in, but, uh, when I don't need them, they, they always call in them. There's like 35 people in the room. So, but yeah, I don't know. What do you want to do? Cause I'm doing a live show here. So do you want to continue with your presentation or here goes the super chat man fading in the night sent $3. <laughs> Good evening. Big guy. I hope all is well. <laughs> I'm listening, taking it all in and processing the info. Yeah, people are actually listening too. That's what. Anonymous sent $3. Here's a question. Do you realize that your belief system is Kabbalah? Lowell, it's from Kabbalah. Wikipedia, so must be fake. Obviously, you're more credible. Now, see, that's not necessarily a question, more of an accusation. I, I don't know where the Kabbalah connection comes in, but I don't know anything about this. Um, I'm not big on astrology. I actually think astrology is bullshit, actually, is my belief, but. Um, you know, I have all kinds of people on the show, so that's why I had you on. I've, I yeah, have other people. On. Yeah, I don't um, want astrology. Yeah, I'm just going to take off. All right, man. Thank you, dude. Peace out. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't believe in astrology. I don't know what to say. Neon Nicker sent $3 according to your beliefs. What is the point of your astrotheology? 
just to say hey look at all the hidden references to zodiac signs? Is there something you think we are supposed to do with this info? I don't know. Why was he mad? Did he think it was going to be anything but kind of, you know, hostile? I wasn't being mean to him. I mean, the the chat and everybody was being kind of mean, I guess, but in the super chats, but... Um, if it weren't for the super chats, people probably would have killed themselves because there was like 300 slots in a row and there wasn't really... I don't know. As far as questions, I mean, I don't know. What was I supposed to really ask? There? I was kind of just letting him Anonymous explain. Anonymous sent $3. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, Ralph. That's but the I... guy won't even defend his beliefs. Why was he here? Well, that's what I don't understand, really. I mean, it was going to be hostile and kind of snarky like that the whole time. I mean, you're presenting something that's ridiculous, kind of honestly. So, like, Anonymous sent $3. <laughs> Catholics aren't allowed to learn. You came on here to present something that's ridiculous. That most people, you know, whatever you think about it personally, you know, people are going to think it's ridiculous. Uh, you know that people are going to think it's ridiculous. This show is known for, you know, uproarious uh, behavior and shit talk. So, like, what do you think's going to happen? Man fading in the night sent $3. Fuck, finally, that Vendo look alike weird fuck. He sounded like a Jew, to be honest. I mean, no, you know what? I don't. He's just been a bit. Anonymous sent three dollars. The <laughs> bigger bitch than Chaggett. He just walked. Off. I wasn't even being mean to the guy. Neon Nicker sent three dollars. The literal interpretation of the Bible is that God sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for our sins and raised Him from the dead. If you put your trust in Him for the forgiveness of your sins, you will be saved. There's a point. What was his point? <laughs> I don't know really. Wally sent $3, started a new run in Elden Ring, and rolled a samurai. <laughs> Get good with a katana, and you're going to have a good time. Why is this dude, he just Chaos walked out. Acolyte sent $3, what a puss. A few yeah. people in the chat disagree, and you go to pieces. You're shitting on their religious traditions. What did you expect? That's what I think. White Powder sent $3, now we got but hurt Schizo the stream. He would have just left when he got a hostile call. Well, that's what I mean. The no callers are there too. Oh my god! Yeah, he would have definitely. He was already in the mood to leave. He was getting mad about the super chats, and it's like, well, that was the only thing kind of spicing it up a little bit. You, I mean, I thought you expected some pushback. Like, what did he? I don't. I don't give a fuck about astrology. I had a dumbass ex-girlfriend who used to fucking go into astrology all the time. I mean, she wasn't necessarily dumb, but that was dumb. I shouldn't say that. Uh, <laughs> that was dumb. And I was just like, I was like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck about astrology? It's whack as fuck. They're just making up stories. Like, that shit's not real. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's fucking gay. What do you mean? Why are you paying attention? Horoscope? Like, what are you, weird? I mean, if you read it for, like, you know, giggles, just like, oh, wow, that's weird, or something like that. Like, yeah, it's fucking gay. I don't know. I think that pissed him off when I finally was Neon like, I don't give a fuck about dollars. This guy should debate Owen Benjamin. <laughs> I love a good schizo post. I think finally when I was like, yeah, you know, I think astrology is just fucking whack. I think that really pissed him off. But that's true. That's what I think. 
mean, didn't he know that going in? I don't give a fuck about astrology. That's female shit, yeah. Grape a lot, you hit it, dude. That's female shit. Shia, go ahead. That's true. That's what I did. Oh man, I'm hearing. I'm hearing myself. Yeah, oh, sorry about that. What's up? What's up, man? Hey, uh, what was that guy even thinking? Like every uh-huh. time you interrupted him, he seemed like he was bothered by it. Well, that's another thing. He kept saying, "Well, I wish I had some questions. I wish I had some back and forth." It's like, well, every time I interrupt you, interrupted you, you acted like it was a violation of the Geneva Convention or some shit. It's like, okay. I don't know. It was, yeah. really, it was really weird. It was one of the weirder interviews I've ever had, for sure. Yeah, yeah. he he needs to touch grass, man. I don't know what's wrong with that guy. I mean, some of this... I don't know all that place. Some of these were Man fading in the night $3 I legit was listening to him was going to throw some counters. Yeah. The man was dancing on people religious upbringing then bails like Worski on his crack deal when he owes <laughs> For real. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. It's like, okay, you're taking some shit. But I was I was waiting for him to kind of get to the meat of his presentation is what I was waiting yeah. for. And then I was like, I figured some people would finally call in by then, which they probably would have. Uh, I was. I was starting yeah. on my MacBook, man. Yeah, exactly. I was like, people usually wait till they listen for a little bit and then call in uh, on a guest like that. So I was like, people probably call in 20 minutes or so, like – Let's see where he goes with this. And I was let him have the floor of my fucking show, like just take over and present his shit. And you know, I you know what I think. I think it's weird, but that's why I had you on, fucker. Like what the, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, isn't he basically? Isn't he basically like a missionary? He's putting it out there to well, try to debunk our religion, but he's getting offended that we're even uh, right. That well, we even chime in on it. It's like, bro, you're you're the one trying to convince us what's up, and you're getting bothered by us asking questions. You should have the answers. Yeah, I don't understand what he, what he was mad about. Plus, I mean, I brought him on because I knew it was like some weird shit. He sought me out to right. come on anyway, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, that sounds like a one of those weird type shows. Let's have him on see how it goes. Anonymous sent $3. Uh-huh. I think he thought this was an audience of 100% like-minded mistake. Half oh, of yeah. us hate each other. Ooh. Half <laughs> of us disagree over politics and religion. And the other half think the other half is gay. Yeah. And they all true. mostly don't like that guy. And it's like, okay, well, you had to know. What did you think it was going to be? I don't know. If And he was like super yeah, serious. Green on. Yeah, uh, I saw a couple people in chat kind of hit it too. It was like, man, you're super serious with this press. You're not laughing. It's not jovial um, oh, or yeah. anything like that. It's like, I don't know. It was uh, it was really weird. He needs Jesus maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, does. <laughs> all right. Thank you, man. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you, brother. All right. Let's see. Elg, go ahead. Man, I was going to ask him, uh, with all his learned teachings, what does he think is best in life? See? I mean, I don't know. You know the, you know the answer to that, right? Uh, to see my enemies broken before me. Trust your enemies. Yeah. See them driven before yeah, you I, and I, hear the lamentations of the women. Yeah, I couldn't remember the exact quote. Sergeant Bear says, the chick that blew a microphone lasted longer. Let that sink in, dude. Yep. Wow, I think she actually did. Wow, that's kind of fucked. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, Chaos Acolytes. He said uh, certain uh, certain term. It's not the hug and cuddle stream. Also, when it's <laughs> never mind. It just said I won't say what it said. Um, lamentations of the women. Yeah, that was chat was calling it out too. What were you going to ask him, though, for real? Did you have a question for him? No, that was basically it, man. I mean, uh, I caught it at the last couple of minutes there before he uh, he walked off. And uh, I was going to, you know, give him a shot, I guess, let him let him preach whatever he was going to preach. Um, but apparently if the chat and everything is going to start, like, you know, pointing out some some different things here and there, he's going to get butthurt over yeah. it. And, Hera, yeah, what's he's it? not what's hesitating it? in the night cent $3 he comes here. Aloha snack bars are religion. Then Dips must not believe too much into what he is saying. Go ahead, caller, sir. Yeah, if he if he's gonna get you know butt hurt over uh, little little things here and there, then yeah, he's not cut out for it. Yeah, okay. I'll, by the way, I'll translate that. He says says he comes here. He aloha aloha snack bars are religion. Then Dips must not believe too much into what he's saying. Yeah, saying. I like the missionary part where you know you go and, and you proselytize. And you explain your point and everything, but if you can't give and take or whatever, you know. By the way, I see Shia and he's saying I was legit listening to him. I saw several other people. I was legit listening to him too. Now I was making a phase or whatever here or there, but I mean, that's normal because like it would be completely like there's nothing going on. You know, he's kind of just a monotone presentation. Of course, I'm supposed to sit here and react and do something like uh, while he's going into it. Uh, and I was listening to it. Now, could I tell you every fucking detail? No, because I don't know. I don't know shit about astrology for a reason. Because uh, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I know a few basic things, obviously. Shits and giggles. Yeah. You can you can kind of twist it to however little, you know, whatever you want it to be. So, But I was actually like listening. And all that shit, you know. I was actually listening to the guy, though. And I think a lot of other people were, too. And it's like, what are you mad about? Like, there's a few adversarial super chats. They're all going to be adversarial. What the fuck? You're coming in here and saying the Bible's, uh, like, uh, fake and gay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not going to. Exactly. Well, he's saying it's um it's something that's completely blasphemous, is what he's saying. Um, like some astrology guide or some shit, right? Like so. Yeah, when you start, it's a, it's an organized religion for a reason. There's uh, millions upon millions of people who believe in it and everything. And then, oh no, no, you guys got it wrong. Here's. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he? Do a lot of people subscribe to this theory? I mean, I don't know. I've never heard of this. I don't know of any others who do. Now, somebody else earlier said they heard him. I mean, I wasn't. Be I don't think I was being too disrespectful to him. Maybe a little bit with the TTS, but I mean, to me, that was kind of breaking it up and giving a little uh, give and go, give and go during his like hour plus long presentation, right? Um, and, and again, I only caught the, the back end, but like you were saying, he, was he monotone the whole time? Like he wasn't, yeah. Like, you know, shucking and jiving and. Ahead, sent three dollars. Ralph thinks he's Catholic now. <laughs> I'm more Catholic than most Catholics uh, with my history. I, it's like I said the other day, I've probably been to more, more masses uh, than than a lot of Catholics anyway. Um, but no, not quite, not quite I'm, Catholic. I'm, I went to Catholic school though and did the Station of the Cross. I remember doing. I actually did confession too. Um, you can take confession as a non-Catholic uh, as well, um, and they would give me penance. Like you didn't have to do it though. Well, see, the thing, I, I went to uh, a couple of masses uh, over the years uh, through friends and stuff, and one or two times they had, uh, what was it, um, uh, communion. And, again, you can't take communion unless you've... Uh, no, I couldn't uh, take communion. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like it's like, well, wait, I'm confirmed Protestant and everything. Technically, I believe in what is it, the seven uh, parts of the cross, or I don't know, the seven things that you know you have to believe. Again, I'm, you know what? No, I'm not even going to say that because I don't. I'm not going to able to say it right off the bat. So no, but it was the whole deal of uh, uh, one of their uh, siblings three dollars to take it. Juice. Then it took a turn. Sorry, also it was old juice. Then it took a turn. Big guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened there. Uh, you know what? I've been thinking about it recently because I'm about to. Uh, we're about to have a daughter. Uh, me and Pantsu, who was in the chat earlier, uh, so I've been trying to. I mean, I guess we're gonna have to figure out. Um, Is it christening or whatever within the first year, and then you know. Well, she's Catholic. My fiance Pantsu is. She's born Catholic and all that. So. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day, so I guess, uh, I guess we'll, we'll have to figure that out. We haven't really, I don't think we, did we talk about it? I don't think we talked about it, uh, if she's in the chat again, but, uh, I was thinking about that the other day, uh, about, uh, if we should have her christened and all that shit. So I think they do it really young, right? Um, a couple weeks. Well, yeah, it's like christening and then uh, baptism or something like that. Yeah, so, and, yeah, yeah, baptism. More, and Southern Baptist, we, I got baptized when I was like seven or eight. You can get baptized whenever, basically, whenever you. And then like, you got the confirmation the when you get Spirit. older. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just get baptized in Southern Baptist. There is no confirmation. There was no confirmation, I don't think. Oh, man. I mean, you know. Catholics have one. But, um, but uh, and there's like different levels of Catholic too. So there's like baptized in the faith, confirmed, certain, etc. All that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. What else you got? Uh, looking forward to the red alert stream if if it happens. Again, yes, I never, I never, I don't think what was it? Um, you were saying Tiberium Sun. I want to do red alert too. But people have to download it. Now, it's not very hard to do. Um, so we're going to do it on the 20... Let's see. The 26th. Uh, let's see. 26th or 27th. Uh, 26th, I guess. Yeah, April 26th. Yeah, yeah. I never played Part 2. Three I played the... the counter-strike uh expansion pack for red alert but i don't think what? i ever played part two and i think i played tiberium sun i heard a lot of people talking about tiberium sun i don't know i don't really like tiberium sun but that's just my bias from long ago i, I know a lot of people love it now so i might uh i might yeah, actually and it's, it. one, it's one of those like i don't know i think i played you know like pre-patch or something like you know because again when the internet and everything started coming around and then you start getting updates and patches it's not like how it is now you know it's like back in the day it's like oh what you know after a year of play or something you, you got a patch or something wow you know yeah it fix little bugs or something yeah or balance issues or those games are classic um i have a new download of let's see uh I put that. I don't know. I'll look here in a bit, but uh, I've read alert too. I'm going to see how well that works. There's a thing uh, called CNC net. Uh, and it has like its own client, uh, for like, um, multiplayer command and conquer. And, uh, so I'm going to test that out on my own. And then there's also the, the steam remaster, which I think Mark wants to use, but I kind of want to use CNC net. 
because uh, I want to play Red Alert 2 instead of Red Alert 1. So we'll see. I don't know. There, there is one game, though, which I highly recommend if you're into to that stuff and it's from that era. Did you ever hear of a game called Close Combat? Um. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, I never played it. Though. It's it's so great. The one of the the features is that uh, if your soldiers are under fire, like suppressive fire and everything, and you tell you tell them like, oh yeah, go over the top and just go fight those guys, they won't do it because their morale is is shit. You know, they're getting shot at and everything, and they're like, you're crazy. I'm not going to go over the top. You know. You really have to coordinate stuff on, on like, a small battlefield. Now, what's the name of that game again? Close Combat. Close Combat. And, uh, I've heard of that yeah, game. It was from uh, Microsoft developed it in the late 90s, and I think they did some remasters in the 2000s. It seems um, like I might have played this. I'm pulling this up now. This motherfucker looks familiar as fuck, dude. It's like it's that top-down view, and all the units and everything look super tiny. Yeah. Uh, but it uses like uh, a elevation, topical el- uh, geograph. Uh, oh god! Look, it. they remade uh, a. There's like a new one. Uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a brand that... new one. I think it's like the African campaign. Uh, oh North shit! Africa. By the way, Red Alert Two just started up. Over. Oh fuck! <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god. Sorry, I guess it does work. Okay. I'll check that out later. It just started up Red Alert 2 over here. It took over my PC. Are you there still? Yeah. Okay. All right, thank you for calling in, man. You got anything else real quick? Um, That's about it. Y'all have a good one. All right, you too. Thank you, man. Yeah, it does work. <clears throat> that's the old school. Holy shit. Damn. Might be playing some Red Alert 2 later. But yeah, we want to do a Command and Conquer tournament with Mark. Call it some other people uh, on April, not April, March 26th. So not this Saturday, but the one after. So that's what I'm uh, That's what I'm aiming for right there. And we'll talk about that more. I'm going to test out CNC Net with that later. Um, let me see. Actually, I guess I could do... You have to install uh, Red Alert 2 first. But after that, let's see. Uh, I'll have to. Let's see. Yeah, see, I don't have all this stuff installed. It might be too much trouble to do it that way. We might just have to play with the Steam one because it's just a little bit easier. Also, earlier today, I noticed I talked about the Kanye thing, but I didn't fucking actually play his videos. See. By the way, <laughs> I said this earlier too on uh, Tequila Sunrise, but Pete Davidson sent Kanye a text while he was shirtless in Kim's bed and was like, "I'm here with your wife." I thought these were fake when I first saw him over the weekend, but this actually happened. Pete Davidson actually sent these, and somehow he's being portrayed as the sympathetic guy. Kim chose for our kids. Go ahead. It's on sale for Silver $7. Another absolutely criminally underrated RTS classic was Total Annihilation. I'll make a presentation about it. (laughs) I'll be right back with a whiteboard and some slides. (laughs) 
Is it on sale for seven dollars really on Steam? Let me look. Oh wow, yeah, it's seven bucks. Yeah, we might just have to use that one. It's only seven dollars. It really is great, the remaster. I like it a lot. I think it's one of the best uh remasters I've personally seen. Really faithful to the original. They don't change too much. Uh, but it irons it does smooth a few things out. Um there it is right there. It's worth getting even if we do it with the other method, so I'll post it in the chat. But, uh, yeah, and I think that might be easier. So I think Mark already has that. All right, let me play this. Kids to be watched by other people. She wasn't with the kids. Her boyfriend is texting me pictures of him naked in bed talking about I'm with your wife. He literally did that, too. I, I thought she wasn't my wife. We went through a year and a half of divorce. I finally got the lawyer to hit the divorce. And I, why are you calling her my wife then? Unless you're trying to gaslight you being used as a pawn, and Kim is also. It's bigger than any of y'all think, bro. The whole indoctrination at Sierra King is bigger than y'all think. Ungodly organizations. But God got this and God got me, baby. And as as far as like, oh, he crazy, crazy. Yo, that shit is just like, <laughs> it's weak. It's just mad. You know, it's like trying to match the shoes to the jacket. It's, it's like too obvious, bro. Obviously, this brilliance do that. And obviously, it'd be some baby bomber stuff. On one end, it's like I'm stalking this woman. But if I pop out at a game, then all of a sudden... Kim not texting me back. This baby, this baby mama one on one. But I'm not having it. It's up. Duh. Like, and I want to, as a godly person, not even blame Kim in this situation. But you got to understand that people who she are hope. controlled and compressed try to control and compress other people. People that yep. are free want to free other people. Yep. I always been free. Always Can't been be there. any other way. God, this is legendary. This is like a god tier rant right here. God, I'm feeling this honestly, literally. But I'm not oh, having shit. it. It's up. Like. And I want to, as a godly person, not even blame Kim in this situation, but you got to understand that people who are controlled and compressed try to control and compress other people. People that are free want to free other people. I've always been free. I've always been me. And I'm those kids' daddy. And you're not going to muffle me? And you're not going to write me off as crazy? Damn, what a legend. We can play fair. But I'm not going to stop using my voice. Base, holy shit. 
And if he was a regular guy, he'd be getting restraining orders. D.L. Hughley said that yesterday in an interview or the other day, like that was a good thing. And I was like, yeah, that's fucked up. Thank God he is rich and he's able to fight back against these motherfuckers. Slugger says, I tried going to Micah Dank's website and it's trying to install shit on my computer. I don't know what this dude's problem is. The fuck? And he trying to change the booking time right before. Kobe Killer sent $3. Finally, a white dude is plowing black swag. Very good. He is out his mo fucking mind. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Let me close that. There's another one, too. Hey, everybody. I just got off the phone with Kim. I told her to stop antagonizing me with this TikTok thing. I said it's never again. I am her father. I know y'all don't respect fathers and the idea of family and media tries to promote something. I said, I am not allowing my daughter to be used by TikTok, to be used by Disney. Uh, I have a say so. And then when people say, oh, they're going to use this for you in court, I don't even, I didn't have a say so on whether that thing went to Sierra Canyon. Most men do not, there's no such thing as 50 50 custody. With with in society today, that's not that's not even it always leans towards the mom. But right now, and I'm happy that you guys got to see just a small piece of what I dealt with. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, everybody, I just got off the phone with Kim. Fucking man, he's going off. I think there's another one. If somebody has that link, it here goes D.L. Hughley. He said he was going to pull up on DL. So DL Hughley responded to Kanye and said, ain't no way in hell I'll ever be scared of a dude that wears I know what you did last summer boots. Anonymous sent $10. Oh, 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 Royville says, I fucking hate DL. Yeah. I fantasize about this back in Chicago. Mercy, mercy me, that mercy in Lago. That's me, the first year that I blow. How you say broke in Spanish, me no I blow. Me drown sorrow in that Diablo. Me found bravery in my bravado. DJs need to listen to the models. You ain't got no fucking Yeezy in Serato. Stupid, what the hell do I know? I'm just a shot town nigga with a nice flow. And my chick in that new Phoebe Philo. So much head, I woke up in Sleepy Hollow. Like a dang, where you at? It's ridiculous. How is he just going to vamp like that? What the fuck? By the way, I thought that this had some of DL's clips. It's just fucking pictures and shit. What the fuck? Where's the DL Hughley stuff? I saw some of it. Uh, It's just people looking. Yeah, here we go. Oh, here he goes. See. Does he say something about? Does he? Is this the one where he actually says? What bitch? See you always. Oh wait, hold on. 
Chairman, I told her to stop again. Idea family and media tries to promote something. I said, I'm not allowing my daughter to be used. I don't even, I didn't have a say so on whether nothing went to Sierra Canyon day to day. That's not, that's not even, it always leans towards the mom. But right now, and I'm happy that you guys got to see just a small piece of what I dealt with. You understand what I'm saying? So when we had the Donda 2 release yeah, in Miami, I got a flight for all my kids to come from Calabasas to come in Miami to see the kids. Then uh, assistant uh, hit me and said, all the kids, you know, the, they said the kids are there. When the plane took off, I got a text from Kim that said, uh, North won't be on the plane. You see, this is the kind of stuff that's just like the Chicago birthday party. And I'm glad that y'all saw in the variety piece what I have to deal with. Here go another thing. The Doves high school basketball game. We hold one in California. My, my daughter loves basketball. I want her to see the league that her father is starting. North can't go to that game. Now we got Sunday service in the morning, uh, this morning at 10 a.m. And it's... North had a sleepover, so she can't come to Sunday service. I moved the Sunday service up to 10 a.m. so that I can go to St. Soccer game at 12.30. Move the entire thing. Is that Rick Ross? It's Rick Ross in the background. Okay. All right. Where's the deal? Okay. Oh, fuck. I just closed it. Damn it. Kanye and Kim. Sure. Uh, you know, I felt it was kind of, you know, in the beginning, it was somewhat funny seeing him just post all this stuff about Kim and Pete Davidson and everything else like that. But as it's beginning to drag on, he's really, really terrorizing this it's, woman it's never online. It's never been funny. Well, you know, I mean, he put like the, the Marvel posters. So I found it kind of amusing. I mean, There's definitely a comedy slant to what he was doing at one point. But then it's like, all right, you're telling people to, you know, they want beat up Pete Davidson, you know, got him in a chokehold. He's reposting all these text messages. It's like 20 posts a day. I just, I just never, the difference between him and the other dude that get restraining orders on them is hundreds of millions of dollars. Right, because he bought a house across the street That's not, from her house. By the way, DL looking old as fuck when I saw it. I don't, I think that I've watched too many times. I was like, damn. When things like that happen. Kanye said he was a drug a addict. Or somebody's not believed. And then things escalate. Yeah. He is stalking her. You could think it's cute. If it was my daughter, I'd do something about it. I don't mm. think it's funny. I think that you can't write a beat so good that you get to do these things. And society laughs it off because they say, well, she showed her ass all the time and he's this and he's that. And it's that. At a certain point, Believe all it, women bullshit, it is not unusual for men like that. The, only, the only difference between him and a restraining order is about 20 hits and a couple of hundred million dollars. I just don't think it's funny. I think that that that. Kanye wouldn't get no pussy at all if he didn't write no hits. You know that. Like, he's not the kind of dude. He don't, <laughs> like, he counts on the shit that he, this mystique. Right. And in the end, she got just as much bread as she, as she did. Yeah. And why talk to him? Pete Davidson is a scribe. Like, I don't get what the point is for threatening him. Like, if, if you, if you threatening the dude that's fucking your woman, all he gonna do is fuck her harder. <laughs> like, like, 
All he gonna do is right. tell and you. She, and she chose him, obviously. It's enough. Now I feel he's not. He's not forcing himself on this woman. I, and, and and here's. Mark Newcomb sent three dollars looking like Ayatollah Hughley. Yeah, they, that's it's wild. It's looking this good. Hold on, what about this? A little boozy. Uh, <laughs> holy shit! Kanye and Kim Kardashian have divorced since our last interview, and Kanye has lost his mind at this point, <laughs> where he puts up a post every five minutes terrorizing Kim and her and her little boyfriend Pete Davidson. Do you see all those posts? Like, you know, like, you know, got him in a headlock. There's a whole Marvel you know, poster about to... and calling him a dickhead and saying he go beat his ass. And let me tell you something. And to top it all off. God, Vlad never stopped. Kanye talking. buys a house across the street from Kim. Across the goddamn street in Hidden Hills. Right? Across the Neon Nicker sent $3. The father is the head of the household. These whores and whoremongers belong in a dungeon or being dragged from a horse. <laughs> street. Imagine if your ex has bought a house across the street from you. Bro, Holy you, shit. You know imagine that. Is. Imagine imagine one of your baby mothers who you don't, who you're just trying to get out your damn life, who just gets on your last fucking nerves. The most, the most annoying kids. Mostly looks like he's high on another buys level, a house dude. across the street from you. His eyes are so red, they're like melting through his skin. How would you feel? Bro, that's crazy, bro. That's <laughs> bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, they just going through it, bro. That's a situation, bro. You right. know, you know, she with a young <laughs> piping it down. You know, when you been around somebody. <laughs> Holy shit. He is fucking trash. Go ahead. Man fading in the night sent $3. <laughs> Fuck D.L. Hughley. That told Krusty as racist treason. He's never been funny, never will be funny. Motherfucker has done all the crack. He overrates himself, too. That's a big problem. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, they just going through it. Bro, that's a situation, bro. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a situation. You know, she with a young <laughs> piping it down, you know. When you've been around somebody for that long, you know, and you find somebody else, that's an attachment. <laughs> Neon Nicker sent $3 dis be like, Ayo, I wasn't paying attention. What was we talking about? <laughs> Your body does different things. It's an attachment. You like where you are. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, yeah, you know, he and his feelings, you know, this is his family. You know, this is, well, yeah. this is family he's losing. You know, and... He might see things that's not going right that he has to has to speak about as a father. My daughter ain't get no fucking TikTok in no eight years old. I don't mean no home or not. What? You know, I like, actually agree know, with he, that. He has a right yeah. as you know they co-parent. I feel like he has a right, but everybody know Kanye do too fucking much. Like he, you know, I, like bro, <laughs> I wasn't feeling that shit when he turned preacher and all that shit. You know, like you know he, bro, but you gotta you gotta feel him, bro. You know, I was like tripping till I saw that on that on um, Pete Davidson on that couch with what? them chips, no. with that. Other <laughs> I say, <laughs> shit, fuck that. I don't want that around my turn either. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Do we have that picture? Hold on, Pete Davidson, MGK. Holy shit! I haven't seen this. 
Let's see. Oh, dude, what? Oh, dude, what is this shit? I haven't seen this. This looks like extremely gay. Got a feeling, bro. You know, I was like tripping till I saw on that um, Pete Davidson on that couch with them <laughs> chips. With that other <laughs> I say, shit, fuck that. I don't want that around my turn either. <laughs> shit, fuck that. I'm going to keep it real. I'm like, Kanye ain't fucking tripping till he flashed that picture. I say, mm. fuck that. <laughs> I'm thinking now. Oh, shit. Do it together? I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Right, what I the fuck? Like, like, yeah, you do like one of those, like, uh, like, you can do one of these, like, ooh, I oh, didn't oh, know oh. I was in my underwear. Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly are stripping down for their fans. No, literally. The longtime friends teamed up with Calvin Klein to show off a different side of them. A more cheeky side that included stripping down to their undies during a live stream on the fashion brand's Instagram account. Did you practice your poses? I had like a pose, yeah. Yeah, I, I had like, man. I, well, I mean. You wanna see my pose? Yeah. I'll check it out. Okay, so like, I was gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, kind of. Oh, you're gonna do it in the under? Okay. Yeah, just yeah, screw, right, screw right, it. Maybe right. get, get off the couch for a second so you can right. look over there. Right. And you can tell me what you think. So, you know, I was gonna be like, you know, obviously. Fluff up the boys. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. You stuff know, a banana. Stuff a banana. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know. And I was just, you know. Socks. You know, just doing. Oh, you were going for the lay down. I was going to go one of these, you know. Just kind of like, uh, yeah, that's right. But MGK really needs some props to get into the modeling mood. So the two improvised. I do like one of these. I'll do like, up. Yeah, you do like one. Sure, you could have the Calvin Klein ad. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll have Man fading in the night sent $3. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, no, I see this. Neon Nicker sent three dollars. This is the perfect follow up to Astrology Boy. <laughs> Hello, Smoke. What you doing, buddy? Smoke came in here. What you doing, boy? The door is open, huh? It is the perfect follow up. What are you doing, Smoke? Come here. Come here. I'll try to get him up here. Yeah, this is, uh, I don't even know what to say here. I'm a, I'm a prop. I need props. Uh, I need props. Here. Yeah. This is, what I, this, is what I, this is the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I do something like this, like, you know, just get, get all the, get all the people going. After the two. Penguin sent $3. Never heard of this guy before. So did the wiki look up. Shock horror. He's a Jew. Struck some serious, seductive, yet questionable poses. Pete quipped on Machine Gun Kelly's love life, seemingly commenting on his relationship with Megan Fox. Nice stuff, by the way, my Thank man. You too. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Shit, good I get shit. it now. Yeah, I get for it. Sure. Now. Good for, for you. Sure. Good for you, dog. I just, I would have, yeah. I would have put an extra like two socks in there and just blow oh, through the sure. world's mind. Always got to fluff it up or get a sweet in-betweener going. Yeah, for sure. You can't just go cold. No, no, you know no. what I mean? No, I, I, I'm, I'm freezing right now. How about yeah, you? Yeah, I am a grower for sure. Mm. I'm not really a grower or a shower. It's, it's actually the same small <laughs> and hard. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's actually a scientific wonder. 
Um, but no, I, I yeah, that's what I would have went with. What the fuck? Yeah, I feel like I. I that's I, okay. We'll just get new agents. Machine Gun Kelly and Pete finished the hilarious IG Live and then snapped a selfie, writing, quote, Did we nail it or did we nail it? We think it's safe to say that the two totally have a future in modeling. Boosie sussed this shit out. What is this? Pete? Yeah, Colson. Hi. I'm gathered here today to take a lie detector test. I thought he was about to say to be wet. I was oh, like, yeah. oh man, I was like, cool. What would they say that? <laughs> one of you will be hooked up to the machine while the other one interviews. God of Conquest 91 sent $3. Pete Davidson is five or six black guys away from reenacting that picture with the small blonde pigtail girl. <laughs> Absolute degenerate. <laughs> and then we'll switch. Call. So who wants to be in the hot seat first? You, I'll, I'll interview you first. Okay. Yeah. One of these questions, do I like you? Oh, of course. You friend? Yeah, there's a lot of those weird ones. Oh, yeah. says just, I don't just, like remember, you as a friend, just remember, I, like I know you, you and okay. you know me, okay? okay? Okay, cool. I can't watch this, but there's a lot of gay shit like that. You search their name. So here's what else. She divorced Kanye. She said, I've had enough. And who? With four kids. And a that must have been a very long decision. Fading in the night sent $3. Holy shit, this better immediately be followed up this tit pic. Because <laughs> it's like, there's four kids involved. Well, four kids when you on so public assistance is a lot different than four kids when you got half a billion dollars. Right. But at any point, I think any woman wants to have her nuclear family together. And mm -hmm. I think that when a woman, like, look, you talking to a dude that's been married 37 years, and I know my woman has had enough of me at times, right? I get it. I understand right. that. And I would want my family. I understand that, too. But if you want your family, stop doing the shit you did that made her leave. Right, which is what you're doing more of. How about take your medicine? Just <laughs> you know what? All that, all that wild shit you were doing that got her, be different. I'm going to be normal. <laughs> I'm just going to take my medicine and see the fucking world right and stop doing the crazy shit that exhausted her. That's that, that right. so like important when you get in your cuck. 40s, when a woman gets in her 40s and you get in your 40s, all that shit that was fun is exhausting. Fucking all right, now let me also, there was a clip from Adam Kinzinger. I guess he's going at Tucker Carlson. I got an invitation to do Tucker Carlson's show tonight. And there's no way I'll go on his show for a number of reasons. But first, let me state that his insistence that the West was provoking war with Putin, his spreading lies about biolabs, and his continued spewing of conspiracy theories are nothing but complete evil. His show is full of Russian propaganda and not news. And I will not validate his show by making an appearance. I do not want to be associated with it in any way. And we all know what would happen. And we all know what the goal is. We know the interview would be promoted to get more viewers, to make more money, to further empower That's his garbage. And let's talk tactics. When Tucker interviews someone in a hostile way, he interrupts and laughs when he's been caught in a lie. And after the segment's over, he brings on another guest to try to discredit any statement made by the prior guest without counter. He's not interested in conversations. He's only interested in himself. And at the end of the day, he'll 
continue to use his platform to deceive his all-too-trusting viewers and to further his own sense of power. The situation in Ukraine is serious and the outlook is dire. And this moment requires serious conversation and decisive action. Not a self-serving showboat clamoring for more clicks tonight. So rather than validate his propaganda programming, I'm going to use my effort to support the Ukrainian people. So if you're interested in joining me, please consider donating to the Stand With Ukraine Fund. It's at countryfirst.com, country1st.com. And 100% of the money raised will go to humanitarian aid for those still in Ukraine and for those who become refugees. Tucker has made it clear he stands with Putin and his war against freedom. I stand with Ukraine, democracy, and the men and women willing to fight and die for their country. Finally, Sophia and I want to offer our prayers for Benjamin Hall, a Fox News reporter injured in Ukraine. The job they do is dangerous and appreciated. This makes Tucker's position all the more disgusting. I'm trying to get smoke. Come here, smoke. Come over here. Come on. There's not a huge spot. Come on. You can do that. Jump over here. Come on. Jump up here. He's looking at it. Come on. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> Come on, you want to jump up here? Come on up here. He's fucking with me. He's jumped up here before. He came in here tonight. I don't know if all of you seen Smoke. I was trying to get him to, to show himself. He's down here fucking around. All right. Oh, China COVID. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit. Okay, I might see this though. Hey, donkey. Also, I turned up CTS a little bit. Somebody messaged me, so it was a little low. I think it's better lower now, though. But uh, yeah, I might, that might have been a little too low. I mean, everybody could still hear it. I think uh, I can hear it in my headset anyway debuting at South by Southwest in Austin features a Texas family whose political beliefs changed because of their transgender child. KXAN's Will Dupree spoke with the film's director about how she hopes sharing a story like that will create a bridge to conservative Texas lawmakers. So far, rallies like the one that happened here at the Texas Capitol have done little to change what state Republican leaders have pursued. But people are still sharing story after story about trans kids and their health care as a way to perhaps break through. LGBTQ advocates tout a documentary called Mama Bears about the social media group with the same name. They gave me other examples of mamas who were going to do whatever they had to do for their kid and they didn't have to throw Jesus out the window to do it. The director highlighted mothers whose religious and political views grew to embrace their children. For these women to take those journeys. Also, my humidor is almost at 69. It's at 67 with all the new cigars in it. So it's, they're slowly, I think it's the new cigars that weren't, uh, you know, um, whatever, humidor is the others. We all know that it's not easy to change. 
but it's important and it's necessary. Texas Republican lawmakers are directing investigations into whether the health care trans kids receive amounts to child abuse under state law. Kimberly Shapley abandoned similar beliefs because of her 11-year-old daughter, Kai. Now trans kids like me might not get the care that we need. The Shapleys. share their story to counter the political talking points and call others to action as nine wait wait what was the name trans kids <laughs> received I, I was about to say that that's why I went back <laughs> I knew they were amounts to child abuse under state law Kimberly Shapley abandoned similar beliefs because of her 11 year old daughter Kai now trans kids like me might not get the care that we need the Shapleys share their story to counter the political talking points and call others to action as nine families now face state abuse investigations for the care they're seeking for their children. We sit here and we tell you that it's happening, but I don't think you understand. People that we've been fighting with for years have left Texas. They've run. Will Dupree, KXAN News. Here's a look at how we got here. Last month, the governor directed the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services to investigate families. He wants the state to look into whether parents with transgender children should face abuse charges. <laughs> he issued like a blanket order. As if they seek gender-affirming care for their children. Just this past Friday, a Texas judge blocked the state from investigating parents. The state attorney general is appealing that ruling. Idaho parents could face life in prison. That's if ch transgender children go to other states for care. House lawmakers in that... My ball sent $10. Why are you gay? <laughs> Who says I'm gay? You are gay. Uh-oh, I got you. He didn't like that. <laughs> you fucker, you better jump up there. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> state just I grabbed him up over here. Passed the law. <laughs> State's Senate still needs to look over the bill. This proposal is among 29 other similar Republican-backed pieces of legislation across America. All right. I'll get him back over here. He's just not jumping up here because he knew I wanted him to. All the other times he wants to jump up here, the cozy cats in the chat. All the other times he wants to jump up here. He used to all the time, and then uh, I started stopping him because, you know, I have stuff there, right? Um, but he's been wanting to jump up there the last couple of weeks, and I finally cleared him a spot where he could jump up there, jump up there, and he's like, no, I'm not going to. Oh, here we go. I haven't seen this. I'm here with American comedian Kurt Metzger, and we're looking at this video. This is from an MP from Ireland. I think they call them MPs in Ireland. So this is a member of parliament. That's what MP stands for, right? I'm pretty oh. sure. I think it that's is, what it yeah. I don't know. I had anything. no idea until you said. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, and this uh, this is not going to be as funny as our last last clip. Uh, okay. This will be less funny, but it'll be poignant. And if you if but if you want to see us be funny, I heard about we're this. Doing stand up comedy yet. in Houston and at what is it Arlington, Addison, Dallas, uh, the twenty second and the twenty fourth of this month, and then we're going to Orlando and Tampa, 
and every place else too in the country. Go to jimmydorcomedy.com. I'd love to see you. Let's get together and laugh during World War III. But <laughs> right now, this woman is going to point out the hypocrisy of people clutching their pearls over Ukraine while they're silent about everything else, all the other atrocities that are currently happening that the West is involved with. You, you know that we turned Iraq into a Didma. You know we turned Libya into a failed state with open slave markets. You know uh, we dropped more bombs in Syria. We ran out of bombs, 26,000 bombs. You know we're occupying Syria right now, third of it, uh, the United States, I mean. And you know that we're currently helping Saudi Arabia commit a genocide in Yemen. And, of course, we all know about the Israeli-Palestinian situation. So let's just listen to this. There's no doubt about it. We're living in times of catastrophic crisis where the lives of innocent civilians are sacrificed in the wars of their masters. Yes, in Ukraine, but not only. Since the last plenary, tens of thousands of Afghani citizens have been forced to flee in search of food and safety. Five million children face famine, an agonizing and painful death, a 500% increase in child marriages and children being sold just so they can survive. He's and been praising Alex recently. Not here, not anywhere. No wall-to-wall -wall TV coverage, Someone no emergency says. humanitarian response, no special plenaries, not even a mention in this plenary, no Afghani delegations and no statements. My God, they must be wondering what makes their humanitarian crisis so unimportant? Is it the color of their skin? Is it that they're not white? They're not European? I mean, that their problems come from a U.S. gun or a U.S. invasion? Is it that the decision to rob their country's wealth was taken by a despotic U.S. president rather than a Russian one? Because, my God, all wars are evil and all victims deserve support. And until we get on that page, we have no credibility whatsoever. So that's pretty poignant. So that's something they'll never show on American television. And they'll soon be censoring on YouTube, believe me. <laughs> Today uh, they go, but this is Europe. But Europe. So, yeah. And so what we just did. By the way, Micah Dank, dude. Message me was just like I just couldn't deal with the, with the insults during the during the teaching or whatever. But it was like it's nothing personal or whatever. So, um, I guess I mean I ain't I mean, I don't take it personal. I I just I just thought that was kind of the segment we were doing. <laughs> Afghanistan for twenty goddamn years, and the Afghanistan papers prove that it was all just a money transfer. We we might occupied a country for. Go ahead. Anonymous sent $3. Arty already said that lady. 20 years, murdered people, slaughtered, made their lives miserable. For what? For nothing. We didn't even know what we were doing there, but it was a lot of money that was being transferred upwards to the military-industrial complex, and that's what was the point of it. And now we're starving those people. So Joe Biden, and no one, again, that, so that's what this is all about. And now we're all pretending, what she, she's like, <clears throat> that we care about human beings. Why do we only care about Ukrainians? Because they're white with blue eyes. I think that has a lot to do with it. Here's this is a. By the way, Nick versus Destiny Friday night, eight p.m. Eastern here on the Killstream. Cartoon. It says now they see us, and there's a on Russia versus Ukraine. Someone from Yemen holding a Ukraine flag, and you see that they're bombed out. Their whole thing is bombed out, and so that makes sense. And so here's one more. Here's uh, Richard Boyd. Amnesty International the most respected human rights organization in the world, and Human Rights Watch, 
within a very short period of time, issue these damning reports saying that Israel, since its foundation, has been built on a system of oppression and domination and apartheid and racism. E. Michael Jones versus Adam Green, April, March 24th, excuse innocent me. Innocent civilians on a regular basis, arbitrary detention and imprisonment, land annexations, the displacement of people, the denial of basic fundamental rights to six million Palestinians what? who are displaced outside Israel in the occupied territories to the right to their return to, uh, to their homes, to the illegal blockade uh, of uh, Gaza, uh, which has left, as they say in the report, Gaza in a permanent state of humanitarian crisis. And yet you want to be careful about your language. You're happy to correctly use the most strong and robust language to describe the crimes against humanity of Vladimir Putin, but you will not use the same strength of language when it comes to describing the Isra Israel's treatment of the Palestinians. Now, you see, if you're going to have moral standards, those standards have to be consistent. Otherwise, they are not standards at all. They are just cynicism. I appeal to you to uphold the tradition this country Putin. has gone right back to its foundation Putin. to opposing uh, oppression uh, of peoples and standing up against brutal powers that are willing to subjugate people like the Palestinians or any other. So that was very well said. Um... That was tweeted out by the people before profit. He's calling out government's hypocrisy on Israeli apartheid against the Palestinians. They rightly condemn Putin's invasion of Ukraine, but they won't even use the word apartheid to describe Israel's oppression of the Palestinians. So that's kind of what that's kind of, you know, our flex here at the, this show is to point out how American people are the most propagandized people in the entire world and they don't know it. And we're committing atrocities left and right and endorsing atrocities and enabling atrocities while we well, we everybody gets their bush in a knot over this one, <laughs> one atrocity just the one why because that's the one that neoliberal international cabal wants you to care about because it's all about money if you think ukraine is about protecting the people of ukraine now who's being naive k this is about money. This is about money. Uh, this is about the money and energy transfers and money. Okay. Well, our bio lab IP too. And this, <laughs> is, and this is about our bio labs. It's about two Okay. So I hope. Wally sent three dollars. I'm calling bullshit. If he sought you out, that suggests he had to have been familiar with the kill stream or watched it at least once. That's and knew what, what I thought. He be in for. He's either being naive or an idiot. I thought he knew too. That's why I mean. I don't know. I don't think I did anything wrong, really. I hope uh, I, yeah, that, of course, that's the kind of thing. And uh, there's, there's nothing that's more stomach churning than seeing Americans get indignant over Ukraine. And somehow they're, somehow Vladimir Putin is somehow a bigger butcher than Joe Biden, because that's just factually incorrect. I would like to look up, let's, let's do a body count, shall we? Let's do a body count. Anonymous sent $3. Meanwhile, Russia and Rothschilds have the same exact coat of arms. Zero difference. Mm. Okay, that was the end of that clip. Let's see. I was trying to find some kind of uh, like daily update. Um, I guess here's a... 
clip heavy tonight, but I thought we would have the guest for longer. Tomorrow night, Alex Stein will be here from Conspiracy Castle. Wednesday, Vince James. Lord Miles Rutledge is going to return one day this week as well. And again, Destiny versus Fuentes on Friday at 8. Breaking news, we are just getting more in about the airstrike that killed 35 people at a base on Poland's border with Ukraine. Fox News reporting that the missiles were fired at long range from Russian airspace, and they hit their target, the Yavoriv military base, just 15 miles. Look at this map, east of the Polish border, raising NATO's already clanging alarm bells. Could Russia's most Western attack only be the start of Vladimir Putin's encroachment further into Europe? Press Secretary John Kirby of the Pentagon is about to hold a briefing there. We are keeping an eye on that podium. The minute he gave 21 years of service to the U.S. Army, including four deployments in Operation right. Desert Storm, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Uh, Colonel, 35 people killed in that strike, 134 injured. We now have an American journalist shot and killed by Russian forces near Kiev. Is Vladimir Putin turning this into a game of inches to draw NATO into the war? What does this look like to you? I, I don't think that he wants to draw NATO in, but he is very, very risky in what he's doing because he's trying to send a signal that, hey, I'm not just going to sit passively by while you keep sending all this lethal aid into the Ukrainians that are then used on my troops. And so he is taking this huge risk that nothing went astray. No missile didn't miss its target and go across the border. And, and then they afterwards doubled down on that and said, we're going to continue to hit other targets, maybe even further to the west. So it's something well, bringing in weapons through there. The, you know, I mean, what do they expect? Very, very carefully. And, and, you know, the biggest concern I have is that anything happens that goes beyond the borders and it potentially strikes an Article 5 guarantee. And suddenly it's a NATO war instead of just a contained in Ukraine. And we have to avoid that at all costs. When you say if anything happens, a piece of shrapnel somehow hitting something on the. Neon Nicker sent $3 Reddit Battalion phone. <laughs> Virtue signaling homos from Twitter are now deserting with their tails between their legs. You love to see it. Oh, man, they they really are coping pretty hard tonight. Uh, it, it's been pretty funny. I saw some of that before before I came on air. Also, killstream.live slash bowl, the live killstream in Dallas, April 2nd. Tickets available. Sold several over the last few days, so uh, picked that back up. And there was something. Oh, yeah, I'm going to interview Bryson Gray on the way down. Uh, and I'm penciled in to interview Jay Dyer as well to add to the IRL interviews on the way down to Dallas. Polish border, what would draw NATO into triggering Article 5, which, of course, is the an attack on one of us, is an attack on all of us, and then the pile-on begins? Well, you know, you've, you've heard uh, uh, President Biden in just recent days reaffirming, and in, emphatically so, that any attack on one inch of NATO territory will be seen as an attack on all and, and appropriate responses. Now, I hope that that's just bluster that, as you described there, if it was an inadvertent something that just went across the border and just hit on some territory but didn't kill anyone, we have to be very, very careful on this. IRL in-person interviews. We, we can't just automatically go, okay, yeah, I think that should be war. fun. That would be bad for us because we cannot get into I'm a situation I'm trying to add that to my content. To Anonymous sent $3 head of FSB is gone because Putin is losing. Seethe. All right, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to add that to the content mix, uh, in-person interviews. Penguin sent $3. This is starting to look more and more like some Lusitania shit to give NATO an excuse. <sighs> well, you said it on me. nuclear weapon is in the potential for use, and that's why it's so critical 
we have to be just very careful. Vladimir Putin has, has tried now gaslighting, false flagging, whatever you want to call it, saying that, oh, the United States is helping Ukraine develop chemical weapons or biological weapons. Obviously not true. However, is that uh, sort of the premise for his effort to start using a chemical weapon? And if so, does that constitute, even if it hits on Ukrainian territory, but as we know, these weapons go where the wind goes, and if the wind patterns were to flow across the rest of Europe, does that constitute an attack on one? Well, it certainly could, and that's a big danger. I, I rather think, though, that the, probably the greater likelihood is that that message is intended for the Russian domestic audience to show that, oh, my gosh, look how bad the other side is. That's why this war is just and right, and you need to support us, as opposed to laying the pretext, which they have done in other occasions. But this would be bad because, as you said, if the wind changes directions, it's going to hit the Russian troops, and they know that it's going to get global condemnation. So I, I hope I'm right, but I think that it's just for domestic purposes. Uh, Russia's reportedly asked China, according to the New York Times, for military aid. There wasn't much detail there, but we know they've already lobbed something like 700 missiles. they got to be running low. Uh, I don't They think both so. deny it. China and Russia say, call never happened. We're not interested. But... Good Lord, how do we sanction China if it does think they're running low on missiles, chat? What do you think? That they are somehow assisting Russia. Well, that's that's the big challenge. they got to be running uh, low. Who said that? Because, I mean, my, my earlier Has anybody said that? that? That China would move on Taiwan. Why the fuck the would time? Russia be running low on missiles? <laughs> Has anybody said that this entire time? They got to be running low. What, on missiles? I don't think so. Black Phillips sent $3. Who would have thought to make Redditors do cardio for once as launch a rocket on one of their meetups and have 35 of their friends die? Sometimes you just need to lead a horse to water to drink. <laughs> time Russia moved on uh, on Ukraine, and thank God that didn't happen because that would put us in a, just a horrible situation. The world hey, hey, they got to be running low, right? They sure have used a lot of missiles. I... And, and sanction Russia just like the craziness that it's done, you know, to the extraordinary levels. But we can't they afford done to sanction now? both countries at the same time because our economies are inextricably uh, tied to that, and it would harm us even more if we had to do that. So I, I sure hope it doesn't come to that, but it, it can't be any surprise. I mean, the, the closeness with which uh, Russia and China have been developing over the last few years, and especially over the last six months prior to this, this is no surprise. No, and, and the misery that we're seeing on the screen, not to mention that Russia is killing pregnant women. What? We saw that attack and the... It's a stated policy. Russia is killing pregnant women, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. What the fuck? They're seeking out and destroying pregnant women. Russia is killing pregnant women. We saw that attack. What the fuck? This, this is no surprise. No, and, and the misery that we're seeing on the screen, not to mention that Russia is killing pregnant women. Look how she stares right at the camera when she says On it. the screen, not to mention that Russia is killing pregnant women. Be careful, Pansy. We saw that attack, and the baby died, the pregnant woman died. It is absolutely horrifying. But as we finish up here, uh, Russia is closing in on Kiev. We have heard that now for more than a week and a half. That convoy is supposedly just nine miles from the capital city. Can you just give us some clarity on how we're supposed to view that? 
Yeah, what, what Russia's doing, it's pretty clear. It's kind of coming into sharp focus now what they're doing. They are setting the conditions for an assault on Kiev. Well, you but just now figured that out? That they're going to weaken and just fucking brutalize the city through bombardments and then just go in when it's completely softened up? They haven't had any proper food and, you know, infrastructure for weeks? Yeah, that's what they're going to do. And, you know, over half the population's fled? Yeah. So they're basically, they have almost three sides of Kiev circled off there from the north. You just now figured that out? And now that they're. You just now figured that out? Yeah, okay. So at first, when they met resistance, it was clear what they're going to do. It was like, okay, they're just going to fall back, bomb the shit out of them, and go in a few weeks later. And that looks exactly like what they're going to do. They're putting most of their combat effectiveness to the northeast around the Sumy area, and they want to try to close off some uh, Ukrainian military forces. If they do, they can turn the rest of their forces and potentially come and completely surround Kiev, and yeah. that's when the, the real danger for this population begins. In my view, they could have already surrounded Kiev. I think that they're kind of just taking their time. Colonel Davis, thank you so much Suck for... A dick, Colonel Davis. Let's see. Uh, Democrats use Dr. Fauci. Putin being removed is impossible. Yeah, I know. I said that, too. I don't think that's... I don't think that's likely at all. What was it? Lindsay said he needed to be assassinated. Holy shit. All right, let's see here. Zelensky. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky will speak to members of U.S. Congress in a... Razor Ramon puts his hair back. Yes. Throws a toothpick in your face and send $3. Hey, yo, Ralph. Chico, it's me, the What's bad up, guy. Man? You can put the razor to rest, and you can say goodnight to the bad guy, but you can't abort the retort. Adios. Thank you, sir. I really am saddened. I, I said that at the beginning of the show. Scott Hall passing away is, like, brutal. Uh, Scott Hall, one of my favorite entertainers ever. I remember him from the earliest memories of life, literally. Fucking Razor Ramon. Of course, when he went to WCW, I was an insanely huge NWO fan uh, from the very beginning. Uh, and when he showed up and the whole, oh, we're from up north and all that shit. Uh, yeah, it was, it's still probably, it's not even probably, it's still my favorite wrestling angle. Uh, so, oh, okay, here goes this too. Oh shit, I might play this first. Yeah, R.I.P. Scott Hall for sure. I might have a video of his to play before, or of his to play before we go. Before we go tonight, our in their own words series continues with a member of Ukraine's parliament. She's taking up arms and staying behind to defend her home, even if that means laying down her life. This is A.K. And keep in mind, Scott Hall is the one who launched the NWO. I don't think anybody else. Um, honestly could have done it quite like him and the way he showed up and just looked, I mean, the outsiders, uh, but he just looked like a rogue, a moral type character too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he just looked the part, acted the part, some shit talking, but she's guy. Um, I, it was just, it was just done executed perfectly too. It was just rolled out perfectly. Now it wasn't always perfect after it got going, but. Still, I loved it. 
I never touched anything like this in my life. Okay. So now it is loaded. So it is heavy. It smells like oil and metal. And once you know how to fire one, you know how to fire all of them. But we exchange them during different trainings so that you get, get used to it. So we are doing loading and unloading, loading and unloading, then close the eyes and loading and unloading. Then we are doing ready aim fire, recharge, ready aim fire. And sometimes it's 100 times when you have to Oh, do dude, I love that. Aim. That's my favorite. You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Oh, dude. Progress. I don't know. I hope. I decided that as a, an elected member of parliament, we'll stay. People will stay as well. We'll be fighting. It will be the best way to fulfill our duty to our motherland. These are my windows. They are taped because if there is a missile hit just near my home, uh, the glass of a shockwave will go down. And uh, so I would not be killed by the okay. fragment. For the last like five days, we do get out. She's taking selfies and like streaming herself and shit, by the way. And help the refugees. This is super important because the Russian forces are bombarding the outskirts of the city. So there are many people who want to get out because the bridges are blown up. We do get food normally right now. There are lines in the supermarkets. So I think maybe 10% of them are open. The rest are closed. So we know that at some point it could be a situation where uh, there is no electricity, no internet, no water, no food supplies, and we'll have to survive through that. This is related to that Russian journalist from earlier. And to stand up to the invaders, to the ones who are coming to take over our motherland and fulfill our duty, and if necessary, to die. Mauler completely maul his opponent Steve Dock. Well, you know, Steve, I'm gonna Steve play this Dahl anyway. We'll see if, if they take it down. Wait a minute. But, but what the hell but is what? going on here? But the maul, well, he just got reversed right there. The Mauler runs him down. What are you talking about? Look, look here. Well, it's what the hell? Wait a minute. What's with this? Wait, we need security. He doesn't work here. I have no idea. Wait the crowd, minute. by the way, the crowd doesn't know what's going on. At the time on TV, now, when I was at home, I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck just happened? WCW guy? Yeah, I was a big WCW guy myself. I mean, it was like the main Southern wrestling, basically. I was a Memphis. I'm from Memphis. So Memphis had its own territory, so I was a Memphis guy, too. I can't believe it. I can't believe what I'm saying. It's, you people. What's with him here? You know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. Are we going to get security here? Where is billionaire Ted? <laughs> Where is the Where nacho? is the nacho man? That punk can't even get in the building. Me? I go... Wherever I want, whenever I want. Listen, we can. This probably is a big house. Like, so I was just like, I do what I want to. As a kid, this probably made me like even more of a bad kid. <laughs> where, oh, where is Scheme G? Because I 
got a scoop for you. This is my childhood. Somebody when said, that yeah, I'm on too. When that lookalike, when that weatherman wannabe comes out here later tonight, I got a challenge for him, for billionaire Ted, for the nacho man, and for anybody else in uh, WCW. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to go to war? You want a war? You're going to get one. Dude, and like, holy shit, that was just, oh my God, I'm getting chills actually watch. I haven't seen that in a few years. I have the NWO uh, Blu-ray. I might pull that bitch out. I think it's in this closet over there. I want to watch some Scott Hall classics. I think there's a one, let me look on Extreme Wrestling Torrents. I think there's a Scott Hall movie that uh, WWE did or like a collection what the fuck? Why am I not signed in, by the way? I'm already a member here. Now let me move. All right. Uh, now. We don't have to get back into it, but how did the incident in the mid-90s, how did that change Mike Tyson? How did that? He got convicted of rape and sent to prison. Did that, do you think that two and a half years away from the game of boxing, do you think that had a oh, bigger sick. There's a few collections on here. Then there's the, oh, this is old, though. Living on a Razor's Edge, the Scott Hall story. I wonder what the match set looks like, though. Uh, I don't want it for the documentary. I want the match set, though. Sorry. Impact <laughs> on any other thing in Mike Tyson's life as a pole in, in boxing? Well, you know, I was never the same fighter after I came out of prison, but I was just, I was still um, learning life. I was, you know, I was making mistakes. I didn't stand on the wall. I did something. But the, the thing, Mike, is that your well, background, you, I think the thing that I read was that by the time you were like 13, true. you had been arrested like 38 times. So, yeah, I was a street kid. So, I was a street we kids do. We get arrested. We rob, <laughs> we rob people. We rob stores. Anyway, we get money, we get money. And that's why I was arrested a lot of times. But I got away a lot, too. Right. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Mike. Were you not the uh, same? Oh, yeah, this motherfucker's got some, because this is eight hours here, this version. I'm going to download this. Boxer, when you came out, or were you not the same person when you came out? Pretty much both. Pretty much both, yeah. When, when were you? Wow, great box, answer, Mike. That box totally the business. Let's get money. Let's get money, and let's try to change our life. Get married and all that stuff. So proud of that, you looked at boxing as entertainment. You, you know, money came along with it because you had tons of money. You had the the white tigers and you had the roll. Holy Royce shit! They had... have that that on. Man, I thought I had this collection, but I guess not. On DVD, it's one hundred and seventy nine dollars. They say they have the Blu-ray. Oh, man, the Blu-ray looks sick, actually. Damn. I might buy that real quick. Holy shit. This is one of the cooler Blu-rays I've seen from WWE. Let me pull this up real quick. I know there's some Scott Hall fans in the chat, so. 
Dude. That looks sick. I think I might buy that. Oh, shit. Look at the back cover. Let's see. That's when it's folded out. Then the middle, too. That was what I was like, damn. And it's so the DVD is like $180. And this one's like 20. Yeah, I'm about to buy this. And it's got a match collection with them, too. And honestly, just the steelbook looks great. Oh, yeah. This thing's loaded. Look at all those matches. All, oh, yeah, I'm getting this. Honestly, I could just download it, too, but... I mean, excuse me, get a review copy, but... At the big home, the palatial estates. I didn't have the love for it. Should no I get more. it? Shut this down. I can get it for free, though. I don't know. I'm, I need to save cash, but... What's the love for it? When you were incarcerated, did you spark, Did you do any shadow boxing? Did you yeah. do any hit the heavy bag? Or did they allow you to do any of that in there? I'm allowed to use my, my. I couldn't use my 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 body as a weapon. I free. Make my body strong because it's a weapon. That's what they told me. So in my in my in my my cell, I was just the best. All day It looks really running cool. Running for two hours. Were you were you were you is were you isolated or were you in gym pop? I was in population, but I was isolated a lot. I got into a lot of altercations. Hold on. You mean that tell me somebody actually tried you? They knew you were Mike Tyson and people would try you? Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm a troublemaker. Uh, so you, you know, trying them? I'm, I'm, real, I'm a real troublemaker. Yes, I am, sir. <laughs> what, Mike, you know you had added, you were in an advantageous situation. You know. He's Mike Tyson. Why would you why, why would you say, you know what? I'm just going to do, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a model inmate. I'm going to do my time. I'm not going to bother anybody because I know nobody's going to bother me. You went looking for trouble? Well, listen, I didn't believe I need to be there, and I'm not going to let any guard disrespect me. So <laughs> you didn't have a problem with the inmates. You had a problem with the guards. Yes. So, hold on. I, I just want to make sure. I, was, it, was it the guard, per se, or the authoritative figure? Because that's what a guard is. What, no matter what you think about it, he's in an authoritative position. If he's in a position, what? he would just say, you have to leave. Or you, you have to do that. He doesn't say, hey, get the hell out of here. Don't move your ass. He doesn't say that. Right. Authority doesn't say that. So you thought they were you think you thought they were being disrespectful towards you because of who you were. I didn't think of nothing. I thought, I thought of the words that he came out of his mouth. You didn't think that he might have had a bad day? I didn't want to hear those words coming out of his mouth towards me. What is Shannon Sharp doing, by the way, defending the CEO? Like you think he wants to? So, what, Mike, you know people are allowed to have a bad day. Was this a, like a, a regular occurrence, or this wasn't like an isolated, or was it just one or two guards, or was it like the the general guard population? The fuck, dude, this was like thirty years ago. It was a couple of incidents, but I I, I rebounded and got over those incidents, right? And I became those. I became almost like a trustee. You know what to do. Yeah, I know what to do. Click the fuck off of this. I thought that was going to be an interesting clip, but that was my mistake. Are you guys uh, surprised that Goldberg speaks negatively about you guys and uh, he said that you guys tried to sabotage him? 
So Kino. Uh, yeah. By the way, if you watch the shoots with Nash and Hall, they are so good. And this is one of my favorite ones, actually. I mean, they're well worth watching. Like I've sat down and watched hours of these guys talking shit. It's so good. It's hard to shoot that There's a you shoot interview that I'm downloading right now. I mean, get a review copy of put Rosin on your phone. And then because he was in Goldberg then, you know. And uh then when he started to get successful in his his early contract thing was coming to an end. I introduced him to Barry Bloom, who negotiated a hell of a deal for Bill, and he ended up becoming a very wealthy man. <laughs> so why would have heat with me? Yeah, but every time know. you sit in your Barracudas and all that shit, just realize who bought those. I don't know, but you know, I have heat with everybody. So exactly. Don't worry about it. To me, uh, he, he had he's, he's passionate. He's he's got a personality. He's an alpha male. It's just like I mean, it's. If you're not one of, if you're not he or I, nine times out of ten, you ask a hundred people in a room, do you like those two? They'll be like, no, I don't like them. You want to work with them? Oh, I'll yeah, work with them. I'll work with them. They'll make you look great. Should we do an Odyssey and cozy Scott Hall watch through? Uh, maybe this weekend. Maybe we'll do that this weekend. Watch some Scott Hall. Uh, watch some of his matches. Uh, some of the ones listed on that disc. We could watch maybe some of them. We can't watch the whole movie. We could watch some part of it, though, probably. Um, I don't know. It's pretty old. It's like eight years. It might be on YouTube. You want to do that this weekend? Okay, that'll be our watch party this weekend. Y'all like that? Okay. So I'll come on and play Elden Ring maybe a little bit or do something first, and then we'll do a Scott Hall. That'll be Saturday night like we did last week. Scott Hall does have some of the best work punches. Jerry Lawler also has some of the best work punches. But I don't like them. How would you guys have booked WCW Invasion Angle different than Vince did? When we came back? Not when you came back, when, when he bought WCW and then a lot oh. of the guys entered the company. Uh, wait to wait to fucking have, have, the WC, have WCW, have the guys, besides, you know, have them just book your team in Dallas. Shane, Shane McMahon called me then. I had called him to thank him for, is that one kid, the kid to rehab or something? I don't know, I called Shane or something to the I said, hey, thanks for... All right, hold on, let me listen to some of this. I'm just skipping around a little bit. Did you guys ever have a sense that you couldn't totally trust uh, Hogan? I, speaking for myself, I was, uh, I'm not ashamed to admit, I was really envious and, uh, I guess, jealous of, of Hulk. <laughs> Hulk had like the sweetest deal. I speaking for myself. I was. Uh, I'm not ashamed to admit I was really envious and I guess jealous of of Hulk. Oh, dude, I was a huge WCW guy. Now, of course, I watched WWF as well. But you know, I mean, as a lover, 
These two are so fucking funny together. I couldn't recommend these shoot interviews more. I'm about to go download this one. Let me make sure I'm getting the right one. RF video. Man. All right. This is making me want to. I, I hate that Scott Hall passed away, of course, but it's really like ma- making me want to watch a ton of wrestling. Oh, the page is not found. Go ahead. Wally sent $3. Scott and Mr. Perfect had a singing part in the Awa Wrestle Rock Rumble music video. <sighs> You're welcome for the suffering and nightmares. As a performer, no, but I mean, I, I like, when I saw, when I, I used to stand next to Bischoff and go, and when he was in a ring and watch and go, I mean, the shoot interviews they do, could, you don't even necessarily have to be a huge wrestling fan. By the way, via, via ADHD, thank you, man. He says, bring home, bring the homie Crushon the Don on, dude, is based as fuck. Thank you, man, for that, and I'll pull that up in just a second, too. Uh, but like I was saying, you really don't have to be a huge wrestling fan uh, to enjoy because it's just two guys there, and they kind of explain most of the stuff. Now, some of it you might be lost, but I, like I said, I still would say it's pro- it'd probably be pretty, pretty entertaining anyway. Guys better than me? Uh, you know, and, but you know, they knew he was making it. Hulk was making it about like a million bucks a, a month back then. But, you know, Seymour sent $3. Razor Ramon was in my top three. Loved when he would flick the toothpick. Yeah, dude, 100%. I used to always, I I think I said this earlier, but uh, when I was a kid and even now sometimes I would always go up there and get a toothpick at the counter and uh, walk around like I'm Razor Ramon, uh, 100%. Uh, And honestly, you think about Hulk Hogan, a million dollars a month in like 98. Uh, um, that's like 12 million a year. And then all of his incentives and shit, he's probably making 15 to 20. It's like, that's on par with the top paid athletes period at that time. Uh, you know, and if not well above most, but you know, they knew he was making it. Hulk was making it like a million bucks a, a month. And as in nineties money. So you're like, Oh dude. So Jordan, I think made 30 million for his last year for the bulls. And that was well above what anybody else was getting paid. Most people were ma- they weren't making like they were now. But you know, so it's twelve times better than us, right? But uh, when you get around them, thirty mil was like, oh my god, type money. It's not his fault, you know. God bless him for getting it because that paves the way for other guys to get it. And we always said he he can do his part. Like when we talked about Warrior earlier, book him with the right guy, man. Hulk can do his part. You know, for most of his career, he was a hero, and he won, and he was great at doing that. Being a being a villain, being a heel, is a little bit different. Diff, it's different. It's a little more difficult. And you got to make that guy. Yeah, you got to be there for the comeback. And yeah, that wasn't really his no, forte. But he did it. He did it best he could. Yeah, I mean, See, I, we, I, 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 I think that we went out of our way to protect him because we featured him where you don't get to help. Right. And they made to make it even more. Like, now they're just talking about the selling. From Hulk as the heel didn't really work as well uh, in the storytelling because he's used to being the guy who's dominating, right? As the baby face. Right. Because it was was the right thing to do. Now, Hogan's criticism of them was um, that they were basically kind of too cool for school type. Like, that they were making it. They weren't going all out heel enough that they wanted to be baby face and heel. And if you look at Hogan's Hollywood Hogan versus their outsiders, 
his character is usually much more heelish uh, and old school heelish type tactics uh, than, than the outsiders. And we knew, yeah, we looked at it too with the dynamic at that time, you know, it was like for the younger demographic, we kind of came across because there, you know, there's not a whole lot of, of, of really like black characters on TV. We almost had like that kind of a thug, you know, street cred type thing going on. And then we gave that, you know, we gave that rub to Hulk. At the same time, he gave us that incredible, iconic, like, wow, Hogan's bad, and Hall and Nash are with him. So, I mean, it gave us an immediate, I mean, as far as, if you look at mainstream, you know, it, it, it was such a... Hogan so got a ton of us, like, when Hogan turned and, like, started shitting on the audience and they were throwing the drinks in the ring and all that shit, they, it, he was over, like, huge as a bad guy, like, immediately. Oh, it was a fucking Hogan went on, like, an eight-hour rant. We took a break and we went over to the corner we went. This ain't going to fucking work because, you know, he and I are sound like guys. Remember the time he showed up? It was that the time he showed up with the... Nick had the fucking wolf. Hollywood's wolf pack, airbrush t-shirt and stuff. He went fucking out. Because I, I wanted to... The wolf pack is Kev, myself, and Kid. Because we had given up our identities basically when we left Vince. That was what was so sweet about us leaving together is we were the outsiders, Razor and Diesel. Right. You know? But we're the outsiders. I don't care what you call us, you know. Just, the paychecks always said Scott Hall, and they're at <laughs> By the way, uh, they didn't even give them any names for the longest. I don't think they were just the outsiders, right? Um, and part of that was on purpose because they wanted the marks to think that it was some type of interpromotional type shit, and this was WWF coming down south, and WWF eventually sued them over this, et cetera. Um, but that's why, um, that's what they kind of wanted to keep it ambiguous. And I was reading part of that lawsuit last night. And apparently WCW did reach out to do, try to do interpromotional stuff with WWF and they didn't want to, um, which I didn't even really realize that until I was reading through that lawsuit a little bit last night. But so I wanted that Wolfpack thing because I was really proud of the Freebirds. I was a huge Freebird mark. You were talking about being late that time. You know, my, you know the Michael Hayes one? Yeah. I just said it's an interview. I today. I said it's a Oh, no, you don't mean Michael Hayes. No, I didn't know what you meant. I was going to raise the Hayes. I was going to come in with Jack Daniels. No, I said, no, I was meaning that just not. You'd be so late, I'm just happy to see you. Yeah, don't be five minutes late. You said, kid, don't be five minutes late. You're screaming. If you're going to be late, be an hour late. And then you're happy you showed up. What great advice. If you're going to be late, don't be 10 minutes late. Be an hour late because then they're just happy you showed yeah, up. I'm just happy to see you. Yeah, don't be five minutes late. You said, kid, don't be five minutes late. You scream it. If you're going to be late, be an hour late. And then they're just happy you showed up. And it's true. It is true. But anyway, we were doing that. There was one interview statement thing going on where I had to throw the penalty flag like personal foul give it Hogan words of hey, wisdom you're the man all that stuff but you know what no it's not Hollywood. dude I miss Scott Hall already holy shit these I'm gonna go back and watch this whole thing I might do that tonight Wolfpack you're not in the Wolfpack we're the Wolfpack yeah you're yeah. Hollywood you know like because yeah, everything I felt like I learned so much about creative pro property and intellectual property through that lawsuit deal yeah that Anytime we said anything, like we started that for life, we stole from Mac 10, from listening to Yoko's Yoko on the back of that. Exactly. And Too Sweet and all that stuff. Mac 10 was a West Coast rapper. TV next week and be on a t shirt. But we're not getting, we're not paid. Not getting, we're not getting royalties. Right. We're, 
it's our catchphrases, but but you know they're taking it as their intellectual property because we're seeing it on their on their show. You know, I had to end up you know years and years later in, in about a hundred thousand dollars in legal fees on my behalf to go to go after them and get you know to get my money to get some merchandise money back, and I had to sue. You know, at that point it was Universal Wrestling Holdings or whatever the fuck it was. But the main reason too, besides thinking it was a cool name, I chose Wolfpack because because of the fact that I thought, well, North Carolina State owns this; they won't be able to rip this off. Yeah, I can't. So they couldn't put Wolfpack on anything, and we were Wolfpack anyway with the um. <laughs> so the so they came out with these red shirts with the red with the wolves on them, and they sold like crazy. So now, if you're going to split up Hall and Nash and Hogan and Savage, you know, who are you going to put together? Right. It seems like it'd be natural us against them and two generations against each other, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, that's how slick they were, boy. Bang. I'm not even, my creative property, now I'm <laughs> DD12 sent $10 Hogan turning heel was amazing. Oh, I nice. unfortunately never got to see it. Damn, sucks that Scott Hall is gone. Uh, you never saw Hogan turn heel? Well. Fourth pack is back cause I'm mass destruction. Guess you see the bad boys are wrestling. Just in competition when the war does their mission. Not no mercy. See the race at the street. If you don't know, you better find out the war pack. Point number one, just believe that you don't want to test it with them. I'll be a vote of them. Come in the ring with them, you're never walking out again. Come to your back on the wolf pack. Come to your back on the wolf pack. I straight up forgot my password to this old school wrestling torrent site. Fuck, it's up in a body bag. I don't know why I can't find this shit. Motherfucker. I've heard this one. I was in NWO black and white, though, honestly. But when they did the, the poke of doom and Hogan was, they joined forces. Holy shit. Thank you, DD12. Appreciate that, brother. I'm not even in the Wolfpack. I'm in Hollywood black and white. I'm in NWO black and white with Hogan. <laughs> and remember that time you kept Barry Randy on an interview? You wouldn't put him on the You said, you're the man or something. You're supposed to say something to me. Wouldn't do it. I, that's like when they used to tell me that, you know, they, that he was suspended for the, for the longest time. And they'd, they'd tell me, you know, go out and bury Scott. Go out and bury Scott. And I'd go on TV and I'd bury him or I'd bury Hogan because he was sniffing up Rodman's ass and all that other shit. And Bischoff. Oh, I remember one time I was oh, watching TV and you went, you're wearing my shirt. I don't know, just an outside shirt was doing. But I remember one time he went out and said, um, let he who's out without sin cast the first stone. Right. It's like, whoa. Remember when they fired Kid? Everybody wore the six ball. Yeah. The NWO shirt. Everybody. And that kind of stuff means something when you're sitting on Yeah, it does, man. I remember I remember kid, that for a while there I I did inter- I did he was he was at home and I did segments with a, a Scott Hall cutout. You know, and it would do a number. <laughs> you know? It was like Did you get heat for doing any of that? Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got a lot of heat. You know, that was the sweet stuff about being live, too. Right. At the same time, though, you know, they 
didn't tell me to go out there and bury them. Right. You know, and I'd be like, all right, okay. Fuck, once I'm out there, I forgot, I froze. What are you going to do? They can't do anything. You're giving me, the, you're giving me this cutout to go out there. I'm not going to fucking bury my buddy. Fuck you. I'm going to take it for you. Getting back to um, Hogan, did the two of you guys get along with him, or did you guys butt heads a lot with uh, booking moves? I think it took a while, you know. We, we traveled so much on those. I don't know about, I'm not going to speak for Scott on this, but I'm sure, you know, that he'll probably agree with me, that uh, we spent so much time on those private planes back then. They would go down and get Hogan, and then come and get um, Randy, and then come get Scott, and then come get me. Well, actually, no, fucking, we'd have, me and Scout had to drive someplace because, you know, they wouldn't, you know, we're not picking up both of you. you I'd have to fly someplace. But, uh, but we'd spend a lot of time just on those leers, you know, we drank and partied and... And there's a way to travel. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, I mean, they, they, you know, they wait for you. You know, there's no rushing through the airport. No, it's just like, you want to have a... You know, oh, check that board out, deceased. Have a couple of cocktails before you get on the plane at night. They gotta Mark Newcomb, go! Yeah. Mark Newcomb sent three dollars. I lost my mind. I remember that. One hundred and twenty-three kid pinned razor. One, two, three, kid, yeah. R.I.P. Scott Hall. I still remember that. Yeah, and that was like the biggest upset ever. Or whatever they promoted. On the way to the match. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, all of a sudden it became a situation. Because your weights were based. Yeah. You know, you look at a guy and you're like, well, he's not one of the boys. Like Hogan's not one of the boys anymore because you know we're still driving around the tours, making towns and shit. Then all of a sudden you get thrown in that, and you realize it's like you know you're, you're going to become whatever your your, your process is, and, and you become accustomed to those things. And yeah, all of a sudden it's like all of a sudden we weren't like the rest of the boys that were in the locker room. You know, it, it wasn't that we had changed, but it's like the mode of transportation had changed, the viewpoint from other people, the perception that other people had of looking in at us. But he and I were the same two prick jackoffs we were, you know, and. and when we met in, in shit was a 91. Well, you know what they say too, that just made me think of that old thing where they say, you know, there's, there's how other people see you, how you see yourself, and how you really are. You know? So yeah. who knows? I mean, and, and see, the thing about us is like, we didn't care. No. Like, I just assume get along with everybody, but if I don't, I don't really care because I already have a couple friends. You know, and if you got, to me, if you got a couple of close buddies through thick and thin, like, that's all, that's all I need. <laughs> well said, sir. Well said. All right. Then somebody said DD12 said he hadn't seen this. Hulk Hogan is here! Hulk Hogan's here! We did a lot of other stuff. Plus, the guest walked off the show, so I don't feel bad for doing And Scott Hall died tonight, so. Hogan is in the I don't feel bad about going on wrestling on heavy. Wally sent $3. I can hear Jim Cornette's comments on the podcast. Guaranteed he'll work in a reference to shitting on the MSG curtain call since <laughs> it still pisses off all the old timers to this day. Uh, yeah, he would definitely will. For those who don't know, basically, um, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were going down to WCW. They'd already signed the deal at Madison Square Garden. They all broke character and had a moment like with, uh, with their boys, Scott Hall. I mean, uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H in the ring. Um, and that was, like, not approved by WWF, so. 
Hulk Hogan arrived. Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. Oh. Professional wrestling. Get out of here, Sting. Long haired Sting. Get out of here. Unbelievable, brother. You just sold your soul to the devil. How what have I been saying? Get out of here. Oh my God. God. A career of a lifetime. Right down the drain, kid. I hope you love it. Can you you just sold your soul to the devil. See those little monsters with the tears rolling down their face right Scott Hall did the count, too. Now what happens to us? What happens now to WCW? There was no three count. <laughs> I never thought I would say that he's yellow, but he may be wearing red, but he's wearing red and yellow. What do we do now? What a uh, low. Uh, uh, this is my favorite part. Excuse me. Excuse me. Betrayed WCW. Can't talk. Excuse me. Excuse me. Black Phillips in $3, Ralph speaking of wrestling. WrestleMania tickets are insanely expensive. Yeah, I'm probably not going. Man, it's been years since I've seen live wrestling. I paid less for World Series tickets. No cap FRFR. I got my event in Dallas. I might go to WrestleCon the next day or one of the independent events. But I don't need to spend that much money. I got other shit to spend money on, unfortunately. Uh uh, and also, it's just too much to waste. Got the daughter coming next month and all that. So I'm not going. But there are some indie shows. Um, I might go to one of those because I want to go see some wrestling. I've been to a WrestleMania, too. So it's not a bucket list thing now, either. I want to see Stone Cold, but I think that's going to be Saturday anyway when I do my event. And I don't need to spend that money. Plus, it's not going to be an official match, I don't think, looks like. So it's like, okay, you know what? I'm tired of that, oh, he's going to show up for the talk show type shit or it's going to be a segment and maybe it turns into a match. I don't like that. Um, you know what? Do the match or don't. Like, I'm tired of that shit. Uh, so. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do <laughs> is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. That's right. with you for so many years for you to join up with the likes of these two men absolutely makes me sick sick my stomach and i think that these people here and a lot of other people around the world have had just about enough of this man this man and you yeah i like new japan i'm i'm way behind on it um but uh, and also they bought up roh i think roh is doing an event in dallas what are all the wrestling events? Let's see. Wrestling events in Dallas. WrestleMania weekend. Isn't TNA, I mean, excuse me, Impact doing something? Let's see. Um, Glory Pro. Oh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 8. Where is that? 3 p.m.? What day is that, though? The second? 
could maybe. Oh, no, it's on Thursday. Wally sent $3 since you're looking for yeah. ideas. Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor is the night before the Kingpin Invitational. They've been bought by AEW. AEW, yeah. See, um, I'm going to be doing a Logic Schaefer show on Friday, so I don't know. I could show up late for Supercard, but also I could go to Bloodsport. I wonder if there's any tickets still. This motherfucker's got to be sold out. Yeah. Oh, no, there are some tickets. They're like fifth row ringside. That's not too bad. I've heard that show's crazy as fuck, that Josh Barnett show. John Moxley's going to be on there. Minoru Suzuki, Josh Barnett himself. Uh, what else they got? Let's see. That's on Thursday. AAA is going to have a uh, card there. That's the Mexican promotion. Oh, wow. Of course, you can watch all this for free. What day is that going to be on? That's on Thursday, March 31st at 5. So you can actually hit. See, you can hit all these. You can hit You could hit Barnett's Bloodsport. You could hit AAA at 5 for way less than Russell. Social Observer sent $10 figuring out that WWE was fake as a little kid made me go down huh. rabbit holes of conspiracy theories ever since. I wonder how many other people were like that. These are in order too, I think. We, the people can stand the ground. MLW's got a show. Backing down the way. The people gonna win with love. We, the people never give in up. Oh no. Joy Janela show. Oh, Xbox got a match versus Joy Janela there. Oh, fuck. Scott Hall, I think, was supposed to be at WrestleCon, dude. If I recall correctly. I know Janela's got to be sold out, right? No, there's still some tickets for that, too. Not a lot, but... Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, I'll probably go to some shows. Some of the, I'll probably at least go to one indie show. I might do too. Put yourself in this group. You've got to be kidding me. Well, the first thing you got to realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wrestling. You can call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. These two men right here came from a great big organization up north. What? Everybody was wondering who the third man was. Well, who knows more about that organization than me? <laughs> I've been there. I've done that. You have made the wrong decision, in my opinion. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I made that organization a monster. I made people rich up there. I made the people that ran that organization. Oh, New Japan's got a show? By the way, this is one of the best interviews in wrestling history. Hogan gets it off right from the start. Well, let me tell you something. I made that organization a monster. I made people rich up there. I made the people that ran that organization rich up there, brother. And when it all came to pass, 
The name Hulk Hogan, the man Hulk Hogan, got bigger than the whole organization, brother. <laughs> and then billionaire Ted, amigo, he wanted to talk turkey with Hulk Hogan. Well, billionaire Ted promised me movies, brother. Billionaire Ted promised me millions of dollars. Drinks getting thrown in the and ring. Billionaire Ted promised me world caliber matches. And as far as Billy. Wally sent $3. Definitely check out Major League Wrestling. Yeah, they got a Ted. show. Jacob Fatu and Alex Hammerstone are fucking legit. I heard it's great. MLW Fusion is free every week on YouTube. I was watching a little bit even before. Um, I haven't watched a lot of wrestling the last year and a half. But even before that, now I'm a long-time wrestling uh, aficionado. I guess you there, Ted goes. Eric Bischoff and the whole WCW goes. I'm bored, brother. That's why... These two guys here, the so-called outsiders, these are the men I want as my friends. They're the new blood of professional wrestling, brother. And not only are we going to take over the whole wrestling business with Hulk Hogan and the new blood, the monsters with me, we will destroy everything in our path, Mean Gene. Look at all of this crap in this ring. Have this I thought about featuring slap fighting? No, but I should. The future for you if you want to hang around the likes of this man Hall and this man Nat. As far as I'm concerned, all this crap in the ring represents these fans out here. <laughs> for two Holy years, shit. For two years, I <laughs> I did everything for the charities. I did everything for the kids. In the reception I got when I came out here. Yeah, you when I'm nailed off. can stick it, brother. <laughs> because if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, you people wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff would be still selling meat from a truck in Minneapolis. And if it wasn't for all, <laughs> all these Johnny-come-latelys that you see out here, wrestling wouldn't be here. I was selling out the world, brother, while they were bumming gas to put in their car to get to high school. <laughs> so the way it is now, brother. Dude, this, well, is, this is literally one of the best promos of all time. This is Hulk's masterpiece, honestly. It gets over the whole thing right. I mean, it was going to be over anyway, but this like gets it way over right from the start. Hulk Hogan Good. and the New World Organization of Wrestling, brother. Me and the New Blood by my side. What you yeah, he should do over there. when the New World Organization runs wild? He does mess that up a little bit. But. On you. What you going to do? What are you hey, going to do? Don't touch me. Mean Gene's got a fleet of Jew lawyers. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. I want to watch a little wrestling there at the end of the show. I'll be back tomorrow. Tequila Sunrise. Alex Stein will be on tomorrow night. Vince James will be on on Wednesday. Lord Miles Rutledge is going to be on one of these days, maybe Thursday on our open day. I'm not sure. 
It's open for now. Uh, Nick Fuentes versus Destiny on Friday. I'm going to do a day's worth of shows. Uh, might have to do something midday. Um, so I'd plan to start it way early, but I don't know. We'll figure that out. I might actually just step away from the show for a minute and go do that too. It won't take long. Um, I'm still figuring it out. Ramsey Paul is going to pop on. Hoping to get Mark Collett, maybe Dick Masterson, hopefully some other people. Uh, to pop on throughout the day. I may get some debates going during the day. I don't know that part yet, but I do know Destiny versus Nick Fuentes, 8 p.m. Eastern this Friday. It's going to happen, Ukraine, Russia. Hope to see you guys tomorrow on the Kill Stream and on Tequila Sunrise in the morning-ish. Hopefully morning. Uh, and I'm going to get some more stuff done. Uh, the Killstream.live itself should be running a lot faster uh, I went in there and did some tinkering over the weekend. I don't know if you can see me clicking around now. Uh, as soon as I said that, yeah, there it goes. See, it's a, it's a little bit more responsive uh, and faster than it was. So, Killstream Kingpin Invitational tickets available. I won't go through the whole litany there. Uh, but you know, April 2nd, Dallas, Texas. Going to interview Bryson Gray on the way. Uh, supposed to be interviewing um, Jay Dyer as well. Uh, so looking forward to that, adding to the to the uh, content repertoire here uh, and some of the other in-person interviews I've done recently. Be on the lookout for those. Got a couple more Outback interviews. The last part of the Dawson interview. Subscribe on Odyssey. Follow on Odyssey, whatever. We're almost at 10,000. We're getting very close. Subscribe there. Uh, some videos. Uh, we're going to do one day when I when I stream those on Odyssey or on Cozy. Uh, maybe we'll do them when we get them all released. I'll stream them all in a row. This Saturday, we'll do the Scott Hall watch party. I think that'll be fun, too, so be on the lookout for that. All right, I'm out. I'm out of promos. I said it all. I have said it all, ladies and gentlemen. Where is my... Oh, man. See, I thought it was... Do I have to go pull it up from over here? Oh, well. Usually, it's in my recent files or whatever. But this one, no, no. I have to go over here and do this. Oh, wait, where is it? Where is Killstream Music? There we go. All right, there it is. Good night. Appreciate the support today. Very kind. We hit the goal, and you guys are very kind tonight on the Killstream. It's very appreciated because that's what keeps this shit going. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow as well. Oh, 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 oh,